right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. Solly here. TC is here. Somewhere. Hello. DJ Pie is back in town. He is here. Greetings. Hello. And last but not least, we're just going to give him the floor. It is time. You can just gloat. You can do whatever you'd like. Mr. Big Randy. Hello, everybody. No gloating. I, you know, it was a a total home game for Colin all week. I think that (laughs) proved to be the difference. And so I congratulate him on his first major championship. You've been big on practically a home game this week. <laughs> Two big takeaways for me. Home games and total feet well, yeah. of putts made. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to celebrate that. I thought he was going to celebrate Finau not winning. Oh, that's easy. Fina? No, what? Predicting Colin Morikawa to win. You- TC, do you celebrate when the sun comes up every morning? <laughs> TC does, actually. <laughs> He's full of life. I attack the day, Randy. <laughs> Randy, if you didn't listen to the preview pod or anything like that, uh, Randy's pick to win the tournament, and it was, I believe the question was, if your life depended on it, you had to pick one golfer to win this tournament, you said Colin Morikawa. If you're not going to gloat, I'm going to gloat for you. No, I mean... TC's going to gloat enough for Scotty Scheffler, and he didn't win, so go ahead and take this. It was a triumphant performance, I think. Uh, I mean, do you guys just want to get into a larger Morikawa discussion? I, I don't want to, you know, I got, you know, a squirrel finds a nut every now and again. I was just going to say, if Dustin Johnson's life depended on it, he should have picked Colin Morikawa <laughs> yeah, as well. Exactly. As, as everybody knows, Randy gave him just a few more majors to live. <laughs> and uh, today, he he died a little bit more. He uh, We got back some very negative test results today. The concerns were a little bit of a shaky putter, which reared its head at Colonial. But, you know, the performance at... The Memorial, and today, like, he is just a proper-ass golf player. I texted friend of the program, Max Homa, fellow Cal Bear. And Practically a home game for him this It was a home well. game for him as well. And I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, does Colin kind of have goatee vibes, or is this just like a major hot streak? He's like, dude, this has been going on for like six years. <laughs> if you <laughs> don't think this streak, is a hot streak. Yeah, it's <laughs> going on for half a decade. Uh, so I think just a fun major for golf and golf fans like it's it's a great winner for the game in my opinion he just before we get into the larger morikawa discussion on saturday afternoon he was four under par standing on 15 t he birdied 15 he birdied 16 he birdied 17 flip over today birdies three birdies four birdies 10 birdies 14 eagles 16 to get to 13 under par no bogeys in his last 22 holes 23 holes uh, to go from 400 to 13 under. 129 on the weekend? Yeah, 65, 64 on the weekend is going to shoot you at the board. That's going to help. We laughed at TC's 14 under par winning and 13 under par one, and he almost made it on uh, on 18. I didn't, I mean, granted, I didn't think they were going to set it up as benign as they yeah. were today. But well, it, the wind just didn't really buck that much today. It wasn't, it wasn't especially benign. There just wasn't that many options as far as where to put pins on those greens, too. Yeah. They put the pin in the same spot on number one. Basically, if you look at the, it's like in a line there on the front right all all four days, which which is fine. That hole was fun to watch. But uh, the shot on sixteen for Morikawa, I think it's that for everyone. It's like, yeah, I don't really miss the fans. I miss the fans on that one. Who knows if we get that if there's fans there? But we needed a big roar on that one because that was absolutely filthy. Maybe it's just because Tron and I were watching it together. We we kind of hyped each other up, I think. But <laughs> I, I didn't notice it in there. I, I was much more just locked into the moment, well, awestruck by the shot. We were so 
confused that nobody else was hitting a fade in there. Everybody was trying to hit a draw over the trees. And Fino shot was bad. It was terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. And then, like, right off the club face, it was like, uh, I said to DJ right beforehand, I was like, dude, this is just like, this is just like 14 at Muirfield. Yeah. And he, like, he's going to hit that buttery cut. It's, he's going to take a little bit off the driver. Sure enough, he did. Like, it was, it was great. And I will say, Bryson's shot, Bryson's shot was like seven or eight inches from being so close. Almost in. Excited to talk about the big golfer. We are going <laughs> to talk week. talk plenty about him. But we you, on the crowds, I thought Jason Day's post round comments were interesting. He he certainly made it sound like a huge factor and said he blamed the crowds for him not. Well, <laughs> he said tournaments can essentially that the crowds sometimes determine the outcome, uh, and some golfers can't can't handle it. So I would love to like get inside his head and have him name names. But uh, Paul, I mean Paul Casey said yesterday, I think. Better, I have a better chance here at this tournament because there's no fans. There's I, something to a major week hitting you from Monday on. Like it is, there's people there on Monday. Yeah. Like you can be a, I'm, not to say that people don't know about Colin Morikawa, but if you're Colin Morikawa, you're going to practice for three days and there's going to be in a PGA Tour event and you're going to have a smattering of people watching you, but at a major, you're going to have a lot. And that kind of sets the tone for like, this is a bigger deal than anything else I've kind of been through to this point. I know he's played in one other major. And then, yeah, you go play four straight days with no crowds, no noise happening at other parts of the golf course, blah, blah, blah. It definitely, I, I, I you, there's no way to measure it, but it has a factor. I'm not saying he wouldn't have won if, he, if, if there was crowds, but there is definitely a factor, especially in a major championship. I think for a player like Scheffler, too, was a massive benefactor of that, playing in the last group with Dustin Johnson. And he, he just looked, maybe he would have looked super calm anyways if there were fans there, but he looked really calm and really good up until... Kind of leaked oil, uh, but I'm sure we'll get to him eventually. He didn't leak oil. He leaked a little he bit. Come, one bogey. Uh, he just, you know, I don't know. He it was benign. To, you said it yourself. He needed to. He needed to make some birds come he had in. A, and, he had a bad. He had a we'll bad get to, hop on the. Yeah. We'll, we'll get. We'll get to. No, him. Need we'll to get apologize. to. Apologize. You guys, I think it's time for you guys to apologize. About what? For what? Colin Morikawa led the field in strokes gained putting this week and won a major championship. As he always does, Solly. And as you've yeah. been saying, no, he's, like, he's like, truly been one of the a, best putters his entire life. It's not an apology life. thing. It's like, hey, hey, I'm glad that he got it figured out. Like, he was... Yeah. I'm looking at the stats. Praise progress. He f- he fixed it, man. It was great. And I believe I was the one that said, I'm not worried about it. It's going to be fine. You are totally right. And I was totally wrong. I did not think he was going to putt that way today. For that, I apologize. Or this okay. week. I, I mean, apologize. Week. I apologize for saying that last night. I don't apologize for what we said back in the day about the putting because it was bad. But yeah. he's turned it around. I mean, he, he was... He, like, I accept your apology. Thank for you. the season, not counting today, 164th. It's not great. Tour, you know? So it's like, all right, like this is... Uh, exceptionally streaky but you know but also like it's got to be a confidence boost and all that i'm i'm totally glad i was wrong that i thought there was going to be scar tissue there i do think it helped that these are relatively flat greens and it's a home game practically (laughs) practically home game uh where there's not a whole lot in these in these putts as far as you know inside of six feet because he hit like he had a few of them today there was one or two of them where i thought the the blade was opening up a little bit i think one of them was just a bad camera camera yeah um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a hundred percent happy to be wrong. Like, I think people took my tweet the wrong way a few weeks ago where I was like, like, yo, like I'm not rooting against this guy. No, I'm just no saying like, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I, like I've been a fan since first time we saw him out in Reno last year. Like just, he's a stud. He's generational. It's just a matter of like this bears watching and 
he, he he figured it out, and he did miss a two foot one inch putt at one point, which like I was listen, that's gonna happen. I was thinking about that coming down the stretch, like dude, if he loses loses by one or loses in a playoff, that is gonna be. I mean, that's why I was so sick. He made the putt on sixteen. That was just kick the fucking buried. door down. That was man. dead. Sad. God, that was awesome. That was never gonna. I, miss. I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Luke Curdenin. Uh, wrote a story about uh, more cows putting that I thought was super interesting because more cow has been kind of coy according to Luke's story he's been kind of coy about like I have a secret to to where I've been turning my putting around but like I don't want to phrase what the secret is so I'll try to explain it without giving the secret away and Luke wrote this kind of fun thing about like following him around at the travelers and just watching him on the putting green and trying to figure out what the secret was and he surmised that uh Basically, Collins' putting was just super robotic. He was trying to be, which I think we had kind of said a little bit after Colonial, and he's just trying to stand over it, trying to hit the perfect speed, trying to hit, take the perfect stroke, and just getting way too technical. And his quotes in the uh, in the story were much more like, "Okay, look at every other sport. Uh, when a pitcher throws a fastball, the batter is reacting to it. When in football, the, you're reacting to what's going on in the field. I need to react a lot more on the putting green." the way I do when I hit an iron shot. I react to what the wind's doing. I react to all these things. And so Luke goes on and he's explaining all this and talking about watching him and how when he lines up his ball, a lot of guys, you know, you can see all of us included probably who use a line for the golf ball. You can see like eyes. Sorry, I know Randy Tron, I guess. (laughs) You guys don't do that, but I hate the line. You you can see the eyes going back up. We're reaction putters. You know, you can see the eyes darting up and down as far as like looking at the hole, looking at the line, looking at the hole, looking at the line. And he's watching Colin on the putting green keeping his eyes on the hole the entire time and just like feeling with his hand where the line should be. Anyways, it, it was a cool story. And I thought that was, that was the best part I've, I've read about his putting. So this is literally never happened until two nights in a row. This has happened. Completely forgot to do the ad at the top of the show. Oh, sick. There you go. <laughs> We've talked about it a ton. Uh, you know what? The <laughs> hope it's for triple track. It, it, no, it's not. <laughs> that it reminded me. Uh, the Callaway Chrome Soft Truvis. It is the, uh, the you know, opposite of triple track. I know. Be well, an athlete out there, man. You don't need the line. Well, I thought about Just the feel ball. it in there. It is like being an athlete. Exactly. That's what I love about the Truvis is it made me start think about thinking about putting like an athlete instead of trying to roll that line end over end. The soccer ball pattern, it makes it look like it kind of makes the ball look bigger, which gives you a little more confidence. And then it looks like you hit a perfect putt every time. It helps you really build uh, your confidence. You can, you also can, if you're like nipping wedges around the greens, and, tr- and TC, if you ever do do that, uh, you'll you would see the spin on the ball around the greens. Left <laughs> all the time now, man. <laughs> Lefty no, TC is generational. I, I, I will say, like the the reason I'll play the Truvis is is because I love it chipping and pitching. It's even if you don't want to play it, it's great yeah. for practicing or you know just you know seeing the ball track to the hole on putts even while you're practicing. Uh, and, so, and people think it's easier to find in the grass and track through the air. Um, there's a lot of reasons why I like it. It's available in red and white, yellow and black. You can get it on the Callaway Chrome Soft golf balls. You can get it on callawaygolf.com slash chrome soft. Any, anything else for the Truvis that you guys would, would like, like to share? I actually think it, it, it gives you a smaller target. To, like you, you can pick out one of the little, are they pentagons or hexagons? Something like that. Um, hexagons. You can, pick out, you can pick out one of those and a very specific one and kind of aim small, miss small. You know what's a weird thing that I like about it? It has nothing to do with performance, but you can, uh, when you're rolling up in the fairway, you know which balls you're yes. a lot faster. It, it makes a difference. <laughs> Stress and then you, level. Can all, you can start getting into, yeah. you know, getting into your swing a lot faster. So, so playing the yellow one is <laughs> or next, you can, next yeah. level. Exactly. Or yeah. that, you know, listen, that has a downside too, I guess, if you get outdriven. Yeah, you're like, oh, you know, shit. Kind of hard. You'll right. never get, actually, that's in the copy. You'll never get outdriven <laughs> if, you, if you play one. 
Back to Morikawa, wrapping up the stats. He was uh, perfect 6-for-6 six six in scrambling today. That'll work. He hit 12 of 14 fairways. That was first in the field. Was second in strokes gain off the tee today. Um, I was good, glad to see... Who like, was first? Um, I, I'm, I'd have to check that one for you. Okay. But uh, I was glad to see someone that doesn't absolutely just send it ended up winning this tournament. Because yep. for a little 50, while there... 51st in driving distance this week. Yeah. That's, I mean... But awesome. you drive it that good, like that yeah. straight and that consistently, you can still uh, you can still gain. It's not like he's short either, though, right? No, no he's sure. not. But he's not. I, I mean, I think I'm sure everybody was a little bit guilty of this coming into the week. It was like, oh, you know, it's bombers, man, yeah. bombers, Bryson, Brooks, JT, all the and Morikawa. Who those guys were up there too? Yeah. But like Morikawa, when he it just shows, you know, when he is firing everywhere, he's gonna he's gonna be there too. He's it, who I looked to. It was to a when ton he, of bombers, though. It was, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was bombers lined oh, yeah. up after him. For sure, and that's what when it was DJ, um, Bryson, and Champ tied for the lead. It was one, two, and six in driving <laughs> distance overall for the week, which is a bad look for golf. But yeah, to your point, when Morikawa, when it's like a second shot golf course, I'm immediately like, all right, Morikawa week. It's a Morikawa week, and this was like a first shot right. golf course in a lot of ways. And so I, I just kind of didn't really think about him. But we're all, we're not all big Randy, you know. Not all, sometimes see. sometimes you just gotta look at uh, some other stats. I think Could, I, I think I mentioned him. I was like I you know what I mentioned him on the ticket in Dallas. I did a radio hit this week. Huge. That's so, cool. You know. That's so cool of you. <laughs> <laughs> Completely shooting from the hip here, but I gotta think the PGA would be the hardest major for him to win. Why is that? I mean I don't disagree, but I don't I, I could I just explain think that. because because of the prince like the premium that seems to be placed on driving it really far in all of these PGAs. I mean, look at a place like Beth Page, uh, Bell Reeve, I guess was a little bit, you know, less so, but Bell Reeve wasn't long. Like that's why Tiger was able to be in it when he was spraying it everywhere off the tee. Cause he could get nine irons out of the rough onto the green. Right. This was long though. Right. I, I don't I, know. I, it I agree. Seems, it seems like the bombers are the, the, the thumb is put on the scale a little bit more for the bombers at the PGA more than the other majors. Whereas, Augusta, like you don't have to bomb it. It helps, of course, but it, being a really great iron player is going to be great at Augusta. It's going to be great at a place like Pinehurst or Shinnecock or whatever for the U.S. Open. It's going to be great in windy conditions, you know, with the I was U.K. British say, Open. I'm super, super curious and keen to watch him play over in Scotland and England. Yeah, so I think that'll be a really interesting test for his game and cool to watch him flight irons through the the wind. I thought you had a good take vis a vis Spieth earlier that he jordan has jordan of course has died uh but <laughs> the good news here the good news hark <laughs> for there is good news jordan has been resurrected into colin morikawa yeah it could be oh, a reincarnation man. situation exactly world-class iron player putting yeah listen maybe now he's a, a putting monster a, too a, a flair for the dramatic perhaps exactly just a very classy young american player yeah i thought it was interesting he 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 dumped his uh, approach on number one today. Yeah, into the bunker, like a, kind of an inauspicious start. Big par putt he made, and then yeah, comes back up. And I felt like it's like he got punched in the face right from the start. Got back up and said, "All right, bitches, I'm here." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, TC. I think that was exactly right. I mean, that was a 22 foot putt he rolled in on number one. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, he dumped it in the bunker from. Like a hundred yards out, like middle of the fairway. So yeah, that one. I mean, it was hard to keep up with everything in the beginning, and we have a. a, a I mean, listen, it was hard to keep up with everything at the end. Oh, true. <laughs> a deep, deep leaderboard to go through. Can we do? Who do you want to do next? Who's next? 
Do we want to do big picture Morikawa? Do we want to get caught up and do like eight majors for him? Like we are, are yeah, want to do? Yeah, that's half the fun. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I would say so. Uh, is that the question? How many majors? Over, over, under. You, you got to throw out an over under. 3.5. I'm going way over. <laughs> I love it. I love it. God, for so many. <laughs> so many majors. He's got such a languid swing, though. Like I don't see any. Doesn't feel like a lot I don't of injuries. See the injury coming. risk. If the you know the putter or the. <laughs> Can you name the active golfers with four majors quickly? Like Brooke, how fast can you? Brooks, Rory, Tiger, Tiger, Phil. That's it. Is that it for real? I mean, like Ernie. Like yeah. The, technically, active golfer, but week in, week out, PGA Tour. Spieth. Three. 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 He only has one Masters. He, he Come has, on. He has 14 Masters, but he, only, but he only has three majors. For those who know. That can't know. be right. Are you sure? I, I, I can double check, but I'm not. I'm actually not sure. <laughs> Man, I thought he had two. That's wild. Gary players are getting your ass for not, for not saying that he's still, <laughs> still an active player. Uh, uh, no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going over three and a half if that's the number. He's 23, guys. sick. I love it. God, he's I'm, a, like insane iron player. How many times did he win in college? A lot, right? Well, I, I, a ton. I, I yeah. always he was a total stud. I have always been the over guy. Like I always have, and now it's like math is just says like you just probably shouldn't. Be. I'm normally the under guy. Yeah. If there's gonna be someone that I'm like, if it's Wolf, I'm not going. Yeah. If, like Wolf, one and a half, I would probably say under. Right. More a cow, I'd be more inclined to say over, but I would still technically go under. Like that's a lot of majors. Um, Listen, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna fact check us in this, so I'll say over. Well, okay. <laughs> it's it's more fun to say over, of course. <laughs> who who said this on the broadcast today? I think it was Scott Van Pelt said this that Azinger uh, attribute this quote to Azinger. I don't think I've ever heard it before, but it like rang in my in my earlobes <laughs> in my brain. Ash gas or grass, no one rides for free. <laughs> Paul I think it was you know it's it, the Ryder Cup's in our heart. It's in their blood. I'd never heard yeah. that. Um, <laughs> He's a real was, hidden Jesse. <laughs> Ball, a ball strike. Ball strike. Ball hitting Jesse. It's a combo. It, it was Morikawa's drive was straighter than cha- uh, train smoke. That's what it was. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. I like Players want to be noticed, but don't want to be watched or something like that. It was like, shout you want to get noticed. But shout out to Brooks. Maybe. It's we different. should talk about him. That's, next. That's who it was in, in context of. It was like, yeah, everybody wants to get noticed until you're being watched. And I was I through that lens watching what happened with Brooks today and what's happened in the last couple majors. I mean, obviously his major record's incredible, but uh, since the PGA last year, he has been in the hunt several times and not even really come that close. He we're, was close to us, but and the Masters actually. <laughs> He's been close, but today was not. We were talking uh, with a couple friends this week about Spieth and. Uh, I, I, if it was KVV, maybe was digging up a quote from that Rory had in one of the Irish newspapers or something about how when Spieth like this is great, he's on a great run, but like let's just see what happens next year when he's number one in the world and he's going to try to back all this up. Uh, it's a lot harder, man, and we're, we're going to see what happens. And yeah, I don't know. I, I think that kind of speaks to maybe what you're alluding to. I think yeah. it's interesting though that he did all this that quickly after. I mean, shit, the fact that he won in Columbus that yeah. quickly after Colonial, too. Like, it speaks to his character. It speaks to um, the way he operates. Yeah, he, he definitely seems like a, a compartmentalized dude. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to do Kepka, DJ, Spieth, Rory? Who's, who's, who are you ready to burn on? TC, who who you? Oh, I'm dying. I can't, move, I can't move on because I need to know who was number one. Bryson. Oh, Bryson was? Yeah. Okay. Bryson was the number one in, the big golfer, yeah. in strokes gain off the tee today. Um. Yeah, he was Morikawa number one in strokes gained approaching. 
Uh, number one in strokes gain approaching for all rounds was Jason Day. For today, it was Ben On, then Matt Wolf, uh, Russell Henley, JT, actually. Finau, fifth in strokes gain approach the green today. Matt Wolf gained round. 14 shots T to green. If Wolf would have made some putts, yeah. he would have won. Can make any putts? He would have won. I, I, was, I, was talking I will about, say, oh, go ahead. Uh, Matt Wolf, first major rookie. That's unbelievable. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, first major. And for, for Wolf to finish the way he did today was some serious cojones. It was. First uh, major as a pro for Scheffler? Yeah, he's played the oh, correct. Over. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would have just been shocked had he never made like a – yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, all right, let's just talk about Paul Casey because we need to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. That was the one guy golf. like coming down the stretch. It was getting a little spooky for a second. It's like, oh, man, like if like there's so many there's so many different things that could happen – I'm good. He, yeah, uh, that yeah, was the only know. thing that we were not rooting for. I know. Just I, let's find a set. I, I feel bad uh, that I don't feel like there's there's all that much to say, but he's a he total played a really, act. Played a really nice, really nice round. Yeah, he played great. He just got beat. I don't know. He was very happy afterwards yeah. too, which kind of says a lot about him. I think a lot of uh, you know the knock on him is that he doesn't win enough for how up he's at the top. You guys don't give him nearly as hard of a time as you do Finau, but uh he was just kind of like i played great golf yep yeah, that's kind of the point i yeah not, not for nothing i've not been on this block too for a long time where it's like man this guy never wins yeah <laughs> ever this wild people should talk about this he never wins but to see what he's done with his career for the last three four five years for i mean he he was like nearly out of the game yeah it's for, you know. Come on, like he's won fourteen times in Europe. He's won no, no, just no. three like, times on the PGA Tour. No, but like, he was, he was like, he was in a dark. No, dark I'm not place saying that to you. I'm saying it as like a female oh, comparison. Oh, like, yeah. Tony's never won that much anywhere. <laughs> like, all right, let's just talk. Even, Tony. Not even big break. <laughs> <laughs> not even, he's in fact, he's still looking for his big break. <laughs> you want to do female next? Let's let's do female. Let's, like let's get this one out of the way. Uh, you guys sweating a little bit more than usual. Solid. Let me. Let me take the high road here, first okay. of all, uh, which is always you can tell someone's taking the high road when they point yeah. out that they're doing it. Today was the first time I was talking to my associate TC about this. This is the first, maybe not the first time, but one of a small handful of times where I'm like, man, you know what? He played good enough to win today, and he got beat. He, he did a lot of great stuff. He hit a lot of really good shots. He was a little, as Randy will point out, a little wobbly. 15, 16, 17. He almost broke the flag stick in half. <laughs> <laughs> that ball was in. 16 was bad. He had to birdie 16. Yeah. And hit a poor shot. But leading up to that, he looked the best of anybody on the golf course. And I was very nervous that he was going to win. But as Randy pointed out, I, I went to Randy for some counsel. <laughs> I said, Randy, fuck, man. We're kind of up against it here, pal. What do, what do you think? And he said, no, just trust the curse. <laughs> trust the Puerto Rico curse. It's going gonna, it's gonna to deliver. Just don't worry. Have faith. And sure enough, here we are. Uh, but I will say that's not the Fina that we've typically seen on Sundays. This was a, a big step forward for him, I thought. See, I, of all days today, I wasn't like expecting it to be the Really? Day. No, I mean, there's too many guys up there. That looks so he looks He did, so good. but there was the math was not where if the the math's going to fall his way and today was not that day. Like it was never it was never his to to lose and it's going to have to really be his to lose for him to win one of these things cuz we've seen how many times he can be close and not get it done i got it's got to be like four shots when he birdied 14 i was like ah oh, god this is this is the one the putts are going in today he made the putt on 13 right before that yeah. and then 13 i was like oh shit this yeah. is happening i didn't think he was going to beat bryson though and that that was a bit of a saving grace like i think if had tony been paired with somebody else like i i, I don't know i just 
Bryson was always going to alpha. He's the big boy. He's, <laughs> he's the big boy golfer. Can we do the big boy golfer now? Hell yeah. You know what? I don't even know where to start. I've been talking a lot. Somebody else start. Monkey off his back. I think this is an important first step for him. A, a, a minor monkey off his back. He has now had a very good performance in a major. Uh, I think we can bury that. He had a Mackenzie Hughes. A Mackenzie Hughes the weekend. Um, 66, 66. Didn't win. That's a Mackenzie Hughes. Book it. <laughs> Cash your ticket. Bryce McKenzie Hughes. What did you see from the big boy? I mean... He had a great putting day on Saturday. That like got him in the t- kept him in the tournament basically because he really struggled approaching the green on Saturday, and then he couldn't really get him to. He had six birdies today on Sunday. Uh, on the first hole, it was from four feet ten inches. On the second hole, it was from three feet three inches. On four, he two putted birdie. Um, on seven, he made a fifteen foot three inch putt. I believe that was his longest putt made of the day. 14 he birdied. How many feet of putts for the day? Not very many. Six feet, three inches on 14, uh, and then birdied 16, which was a two-putt. He made a one-foot birdie. So his six birdie of his six birdies, only one was outside 10 feet. He only made 54 feet of putts. 54 feet, he was yeah. He was rolling. He was like a freight train rolling downhill those first six or seven holes. It felt a lot like JT's round yesterday where and he, because he, he muffed the chip on eight. That was a momentum killer. That was tough. It was... A tough lie, dead downwind, and it looked like he was saying, like, all right, I'm going to risk this like, going in the rough. I'm going to risk trying to land this a foot on and try to get it up and down. And he got the next one up and down, which was fine. It was a hard up and down. The bogey on nine really hurt. That was yeah. that was an, an inexcusable. He bogeyed, a sneaky asshole. Man. It is. He bogeyed nine uh, the last three days, which was just – that's a killer. Because um, And then, the God, on really 10, 10, yeah. 10, having eight iron in. Yeah. Uh, and blowing it over the green, despite Faldo not understanding that he can hit an eight iron two hundred yards. That was the one that uh, DJ got undone on ten too. Right, with this, he had a, he had a seven or eight iron in there and pulled it left. Shout out to Mark Hamilton, by the way. I thought he was actually, I thought he was good today. It helps when you're calling things on on tape delay, but yes, <laughs> sure, yeah, <laughs> he was good. He said, "Yeah, Faldo, Nick, I think he's got eight iron. I think it's too much. No way, is it too much?" And sure enough, Icarito. Let's literally because it's on delay. Just for the record, but we'll get to Amsterdam. Okay. I was impressed in that. I thought Bryson today battled, and it didn't seem like it was his A game by any means. And to be able to compete and hang a score on a Sunday in a major and be in it, I, you know, I, I think it's part of the process. And that That's that's where I was going to go initially is to the, all the haters and losers, of which there are many, uh, who were saying like, oh, Bryson, he just hasn't, you know, wake me up when he does something. He hasn't showed us anything yet. Six straight top tens, whatever. It's like, no, dude, it's very real. He did not have his best stuff this week. And he close. was right there until, what, the 17th hole? And people said this formula wasn't going to work in a major, which yeah. is just wrong. Because like, to anyone out there that, like, did that feel like it? Did that feel like the best he could do? Did that Absolutely not. Not even no, close. It, it, it felt, felt like, like a, a high game. floor. Right. Yeah, it felt like a high floor. So and is that going to work at Augusta? I yes. would say so. Granted, it was a very good setup for him as well, I would say. Yes. Extremely, uh, but that helped. But yeah, I mean, he, I don't know. I thought he executed. His chipping. And it, I just, I, I'm just, I want to focus on what he's trying to do for the game, for sure, through his passion, <laughs> for the sport, for the sport. Uh, yeah, the, uh, you got Fred Ridley's daughter talking shit about him on Twitter tonight too, <laughs> which is what? sweet. What was that? I, I missed it. Uh, just anybody but Bryson from Sydney Ridley. Listen, she's allowed to have her, yeah, her opinion. <laughs> Love it. Does she want to be on the trap draw? Does she have more, <laughs> more takes? 
I'll say where Bryson lost it this week. Uh, Why would anyone be on Twitter? <laughs> partially lag putting, but chipping was his chipping does not look yeah. when he misses a green. I'm not like this should get up and down. Uh, take I'm realizing from this week is the answer to challenging guys out of bunkers having way less sand. I loved it. It was it sweet, was awesome. That yeah, was bunkers different. Were hazards. Huh? That yeah. was different. When when guys were blading it over the green on nine yeah. on Friday and Saturday, that was like it's an entertainment product. Entertain us. Dustin playing away for what was that fifteen or fourteen where you had to play way away from the hole, even though the everybody keeps talking about how flat the greens are and all that's it's yeah, you can't throw it high and spin it. Which I didn't hear anyone making like equipment adjustments the, going this week going yeah. into it. Like I, I don't know enough about equipment. To, do you take bounce away when it's that firm? I think, or you want more a of a leading edge? It's a true who could say. <laughs> Randy's looking around yeah. for a. Uh, <laughs> we have a fitting specialist here. They they test you on that in uh, certified master fitter school. Listen, guys, that's behind the paywall. <laughs> <laughs> no balls plugged either. You know, there's there's an yeah. upside there. Scotty was all happy about that. Cause yeah, he gets the ball really high. Do we're you want to talk about the golf course? We're late getting to we can in a second. We're okay. late getting to this because we missed the first ad as well. Oh, I but see. Uh, see, I feel like you know you can understand what Lance Barrow's going through. Oh right? my this shit, god, this shit stacks up, man. And then now now you got to do another ad, and now we're behind. And then we got to do our Conic yeah, and, exactly. and everybody's right. like, "Oh, Randy's got takes yeah. about the course, and now we can't even hear him because we're in commercial." And then we got to do the CFO interview with Randy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, why don't you guys go leave the room, keep talking about the golf, and we'll miss the whole thing while I do the ad and come back, and then we'll I'll try to recap it for you if you want. Uh, our friends at Whoop. You've heard us talk about it, W H O O P. Uh, you've seen it. You've seen us wearing it live shows and our videos and whatnot. Uh, it is. How would you describe it? A fitness wearable, I believe, is the term. Yeah, fitness tracker. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think it just kind of gives you a an overall picture of of where you're at when you wake up in the morning, what your body's ready to take on, and it, it helps you train in that way and build your build your schedules. How I would how I would sum it up. I'd say every every night of my life, the previous 34 years, I've guessed how much sleep I probably should have in a night and guessed, like, oh, I slept pretty good. Having actual data on how much you did sleep, how much you, your body is telling you that you need, how well your heart is recovering, what your heart rate variability, all these stats are. You're not a field player. Has been, I'm not. A, I'm way off. I wake up. I'm like, oh, I slept horrible. And the whoop's like, oh, no, you slept great. You're, you're ready to take on strain today. <laughs> TC, I want to give you some credit uh, getting to 14 and a half strain today. That's impressive. Really? Allegedly, according to oh yeah, I cleaned the out tri- the garage. <laughs> Jeez, fourteen and a half strain cleaning the garage. Oh, it was hot. That is a huge <laughs> yeah. number. That's massive. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was with you know Freddie and I took a bike ride and oh, okay. none of the boys yeah. really. The, the recovery score is not good. Anybody get into the beers last night? Possibly is yeah, that we is had that what's couple. going on? We had a the live show. We may have been. Yeah, I've, I've had shitty recovery scores all week, man. But you're yeah. doing it for the people. Yeah, I am. It's for and, you know, to entertain the people. I'm in really going into our trip next week. It's going to be. We could have some one percenters next week. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be playing catch up. No, see, this is the whole point, I think, is the whoop's going to keep me focused. And you know what? No, I don't need that extra beer, Randy. I'm going to bed. I don't need, I don't need that. I, I know what my body needs, and it needs to get to sleep. No, that's, that's not what this shit's about. <laughs> <laughs> I think objectively it is. Uh, you can use promo code NOLANGUP at uh, whoop.com, W-H-O-O-P.com, for 15% off. And a lot of people have been giving us a lot of feedback. I know a lot of you guys have been ordering it using the promo code. We appreciate that. Whoop appreciates that. It is 15% off the entire – whatever you get. You can buy an 18-month subscription. It'll save you hundreds of dollars if you use that promo code. So whoop.com, promo code NOLANGUP, all one word. Now let's talk about the golf course. While we were away, that? Randy had a great take about the golf course <laughs> as oh. well. 
Did you guys like that? We'll never <laughs> capture it again. It was really small. It was taking up like a fifth of the of the microphone, so you probably couldn't hear it very well. Randy, we haven't heard much from you. What did you think of the golf course? And- I, I thought it was a, a lovely test of golf. I thought it was a, um, you know, it was a, it was a little the scores were a little uh, low out there today for my liking, but um, you know, I, I thought it presented a fair test. It, I thought it showed pretty well on TV. I thought the weather was was good. Um, yeah, as as a viewer, I was I was quite happy with it. TC, uh, I I think it's a good uh, it's just a good venue to watch golf. Like I like I like San Francisco. It's scenic. The trees are cool as shit. Uh, could there be some more variety in the greens? Yeah, absolutely. Could you know are there some of the bunkers on the wrong side of the fairway? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but but I think it it truly brings out the competition between the players and not against the golf course per se it's a great stage exactly yeah that's Deej. a really that's a really good way to put it i think we've been talking about it all week and I, I think that there is definitely a case to be made for hey when you have a really bunched up leaderboard nobody's able to separate and you don't really get a good sense of who's truly head and shoulders above the rest this week and that's very important and i think we have good majors for that and i think the u.s open does a great job of of doing that I think there's also you kind of have to put these things in buckets and like decide how much what percent you want to you know you want to really lean on which bucket you want to lean on and the competition aspect of it is one bucket how do we really identify who the best player is the golf course has a ton to do with that there's another bucket that's like hey this is a really cool major venue that three generations of people from San Francisco have played with their dads and grandpas and it's open to the public and everybody can watch it and everybody can you know say oh i know the eighth hole and i've been over oh he's not going to get up and down from there i've been in that spot before and like that's really really cool and to your point tron like the city of san francisco and having a place in the middle of the city and like just looking different is really cool and having a competitive you know shootout is really cool and so i think you kind of pull all these levers and decide which one you know makes for a great venue and and for me this week like those last three really made up for the fact that it's, yeah, maybe not the most interesting competitive venue, if that makes sense. I, I thought it was awesome. I loved loved watching it. What I liked especially was there was never a moment anything ever felt safe for any player, right? You couldn't just hit the same shot on repeat, right? If you had the cut going this week, you couldn't hit every fairway with a cut. You had to draw it off some tees. You had to cut it off some tees. You the trees really dictated a lot of shot shape. Uh, they're far enough back from the fairway that it's not, you know, inhibiting a bunch of shots. You're not behind. It's not Chapultepec. It's tree line, but it's not, you know, hanging over the fairways. I really like 15. Like 15 is a great example. 15 is a like really good You got to hit hole. a draw or you're, you know, or or you have to lay back and you're and you're contending with that bunker. Like the back nine is is interesting how it starts. Like ten, you can hit a draw if you want, but it's probably leaking into the left, like the left rough. Twelve, you are hitting a draw if you want to succeed here. Like watching Berger try to fade it with there didn't <laughs> yeah. work. Thirteen, you are hitting a fade here. Like it is back to back holes where you're hitting a different shot shape. And then yeah, you get to fit like fourteen was kind of you could do either one with it, but fifteen it was if you're hitting a draw, it might run through on the left, or you might have to take less club if you're you know want to if you want to take it straight in line with that bunker. And it was that on repeat. Sixteen, you better hit a fade into that green if you want to get anywhere close to it. And eighteen's uh, probably hitting a draw. Like there's that balance was really interesting, and it helps to just see like a ton of ton of golf. I mean. We'll get to cover stuff in a second, but like watching a course over the course of a week and you yeah. can learn like, oh, that's not yeah. the line. That's not the line. Right. And that's what makes golf really entertaining to watch on TV. I think the the back nine is definitely a lot better than the front nine. 
Yeah, more fun to watch. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, just more Way more interesting. And, and I think they tried they tried with seven to kind of mix it up with seven. Um, but also I think it's worth pointing out too, like it was really flat light out there the last two days. Yeah. Like it was foggy and gray and and which I think is kind of cool. It's but cool, but it's it doesn't spooky. it really doesn't pop on yeah. TV. Yeah. That's the it's case. it's a place I know this is a very easy thing to say. Uh and not people aren't doing a lot of traveling right now, but it's an awesome place to go see in person. I feel like it really comes to life when you are able to walk around because there was a lot of, I would say, justified complaints of uh, every hole kind of looks the same and blah, blah, blah. And and I get that from people watching on TV, but I do think there's more to it when you're there and when you can see the different holes or play the golf course, which is cool that everybody can do that. So, I still maintain that long and thick rough is mostly uninteresting. Now, with the wind kind of dying down a little bit today, I thought it made it more interesting, but... When it gets a, a balance between it not being that long and tight and, yeah. and it is okay. Like I'm I'm in like that fifteenth hole is what I kind of defer to is like I enjoy watching all playing styles on a hole like that. But when the wind's up and like someone that doesn't hit it very far is struggling with like four eighty par fours, yeah. Maybe I watch too much speed this week. That's that to me is where it just kind of gets out of hand. But you know, it, it kind of becoming more benign. I thought was more entertaining actually for it once. Seemed like they wanted to do certain stuff with the. You know, shaving down certain areas and stuff, but they didn't get all the way there. I like, like right? the short grass between the bunker and the green, though, on almost every hole. That was huge. Yeah, but it, but it, but in some of those spots where like they they kind of shaved it back behind a green, but it, you know, just yeah, yeah. Just collection run, areas right were not, into yeah rough, and it's like all right, like you know, just keep that rough a little bit closer to the green, like or go go all the way and do it, you know, quite like graduate it more. Yeah. I, I did. That's a good a good point. I think if the wind would have gotten up more, it would have. It, it was kind of perfect weather for the setup that yeah. they had. If the wind would have gotten up more, it would have been a little, a little more disinteresting. But I, I did think it the rough was a cool mix where it was like, if you had one ninety five in, you might have a lie where you can punch run one up there to the front. You might have to hack it out. You might be able to fly it there. Like, and it was cool to see that that mix, and it was cool to see like the advantage Bryson had a lot of the time yeah. where he could just muscle it through a lot of that stuff. So my point, my point on that is that on repeat when yeah. it's tough that watching guys hit shots out of the rough is not that's fun. What I mean, if the wind was up yeah. more and guys were missing more fairways, it would have been yeah. miserable, but it like today it was like guys were hitting a lot of fairways. Yeah. Which I thought, yeah. Like yesterday, when you missed it, it punished you Saturday. It, it could have been like, I, I was convinced we were on the verge of those greens getting firm as yeah, they were. They were and then like the fog, fog and clouds rolled in, and it just kind of—it's got to be hard to control. Paused. Oh, for sure. But you know, like, we're talking microclimates here, TC. <laughs> the pins were great. I thought. I think they put the pins in interesting spots. They, you know, it changed the line, like strategy, like the line of play on uh, the drivable fours, kind of changed and varied on on day by day basis. And the pin uh, on sixteen was awesome. It was today. cool. Yes, 10, sixteen was great. Seven was great. Seven today. was cool too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The guys were really confused as to why nobody was, you know, some of the longer hitters weren't sending it. It was like, well, the, you can't get to that pin if you right. are anywhere out of position around that green. There's a reason why everyone's, like, most of the field is laying back. Uh, so that that stuff, I think, was was highlighted uh, well on a certain channel, but maybe not as well on some other ones. It's raining I, I, like crazy. Yeah, I don't know, I know if you guys yeah. can hear that, but. It's, uh, I was a little bit, um, I don't say I was bummed that, that we didn't get a playoff because Colin obviously deserved to win, but a playoff of 16, 17, 18 would have been really cool. Those are three really good holes for a, an aggregate playoff. I thought the fact that they were going to play play everybody That's in the a, same. I think so. Unbelievable. Yeah, that would have been yeah. wild. 
I had a good I had a good tweet ready for that too. It was like that bri- that big bird thing when it's like we ride at dawn, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we ride at dusk, bitches. As one big group. Justin Ray had a good one too. It was it's gonna be t- pretty tough to social distance during your yeah, group of seven no people. But. All right, can we keep going down the leaderboard? Sure. We got, have we done enough DJing? Have we have we? Uh, I don't think we've done, we done any DJ. Okay. He's Randy, not, he doesn't get Randy to skate. Yeah, just another really yeah, underwhelming you know, performance. Do, do, doctor, what's the prognosis? Just shoot us straight. He looked like he was sleepwalking. Uh, he might, that was my take earlier. He might be undead, like he, unable to die. Like a like a White Walker? Yeah, Like exactly. a zombie? <laughs> yeah. Um, like he's just a shell of, of his former self. Well, Dottie was all shook today because he was taking – very cerebral on the greens. He was stalking everything from a bunch of different angles. Ed Bradley was shocked. <laughs> it just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, final group, people making a lot of birdies around you. I, <laughs> I, I wasn't impressed. Yeah, it's tough. Like, he, I mean, he shot 68 in the final round, final group of a major. Oh, but again. But it wasn't. Two of them when it didn't matter. Right. Whoa, that's some <laughs> thunderbolts going on outside. That's, you know what? That's, that's, that's for a, you, Randy. You're getting smited <laughs> right now. Dark He's got all night. these runner-ups and majors, and I don't think any of them are that impressive. What about Chambers Bay? <laughs> that was sick. Whistling straight? I guess that wasn't technically a runner-up, but the golf course was it's been easy. 10 years since Whistling straight. This that's was wild. the least impressive runner-up in a major he's had. Is that fair? That's fair, yeah. PGA to be made fair, kind of a, a run at Bethpage. To be fair, we kind of missed him the first three days. Like they didn't really present him as one of the guys playing the best golf. Too. Yeah, you he shot sixty-five I mean? on Saturday. Yeah, we kind of missed some of that. Uh, the golf course, the course average today was sixty-nine point two, which was easily the lowest of any of the of the four days. So, I, I so mean, you tell me what is like one of the most talented guys in the game. I I don't, I don't know. I, I'm curious to hear which like. I just wanted to does see it matter? Like, no, it does matters. it matter? Is this like a feather in his cap? Like, I, help me understand. 21 th- wins, whatever it is, and one major. I said this. when he, he had the lead. He had all the holes in front of him. He's playing the par 5, 10th hole with the lead. And he, maybe it was tied for the lead when he turned it. I said it. it was like, he. it is time. You have been in enough of these that have slipped away from you, and you are this talented. Like, a female is a totally different scenario here of like, yeah, you you haven't proven that you that you win a bunch and you can't win a major. It, this was like, dude, you have won a ton. How do you only have one of these? And it's not like you haven't had the chances in these things. Yeah. It was disappointing. Yeah, it's weird watching him. It's like he he feels like he just gets stuck in neutral. I know this is very obvious, but he just feels like he gets stuck in neutral like until he doesn't, you know? And like I mean, he just kind of jars into gear occasionally in these things and he just blows everybody away. And I don't know what the difference is. I don't know how you it's so wildly unfair to say like do that more or do you know, I I remember him like at Doral a couple times where it's just it slips into gear and it's like, oh my God. Like nobody is ever gonna beat him for the rest of humanity. And I don't know how that I don't know how you attain that. I don't know how that happens. But uh I wish it happened more, I guess. He made the mega three on sixteen. People yeah. forget. We missed his tee shot, which apparently went way yeah, left. I don't know how that was yeah, a three. Went the yeah. native and then in. chipped in from, you know, 50 yards away. I, it, it felt like – I felt like the whole front nine, I, I think it was Dottie who said, you know, it just seems like he's, he's like, lurking, like, ready to pounce. Like, a, I think she said, like, a big jungle cat or something. I don't know. But it did kind of feel like that way on the front nine where it's like, okay, he's just making a lot of comfy pars, like – 
He's got a par five on ten, and he's and at some point he's going to drop the, the hammer. Yeah, Fuck, and then at that that second shot, and when he made par on ten, it's like, no, you know what? He's just like not. He's just not playing he's got, well. He's got a lot of the McRib in him in that way, where he's just. Oh, maybe it's just because we watch these guys a lot closer, and you you pay attention to a lot more of their shots and stuff. But Rory does that too, where it's like, all right. Anytime, man. Come on. Any anytime. We're ready. Yeah. Ready to go. Uh, this might be it. Uh, no, they, uh, there's two straight bogeys. Like okay. Eight, okay. Now yeah. three straight birdies. This might be it. No, bad bogey. Like they don't answer the bell, and then they insert themselves yeah. at weird times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And maybe and that's, that's just. Good way to say he didn't answer the bell. Like maybe that's was, just golf. I mean, maybe it's just hard to. And honestly, flip the switch. But Morikawa did it today, man. And this is my bias. Like I'd rather him. I'd rather him shoot 74 today because he's firing at every flag and, like, he's long in the rough and making bogey. Like, I'd rather almost see him die by being over-aggressive than hit the center of the green and made, like, 16 pars or whatever he made. I, it just, I don't know. At some time, man, like, I don't think go for it. <laughs> I don't think people really understand, like, how boring his game can be, though, as far as, like, the way he plays golf and the way, like, he plays really steady golf a lot of the time well that's what we were kind of talking about that with Finau where it's like man if if he was playing if this was Shinnecock at a U.S. Open like Finau wins today but like he's just not he's not doing quite it's not it's you got to make a few more birdies and he's just not quite able to do it and that's what DJ had a lot of similar stuff in his game I feel like where it's like Man, that is a that's a super sensible shot to to thirty feet. That's a super sensible shot to twenty five feet. And of course, that's what you got to do in majors. I, I get it, but yeah, eventually it's got a. I don't know. There's just a, a gear missing or something. Can we talk d- day? Randy, your other pick. <laughs> he yeah, he's really good when he's healthy. I don't know. That's been my takeaway these last few weeks. Is I was super impressed. Yeah, he's he's quite good. Not really my cup of tea for you know some stupid reasons, but I I think it's more fun when he's playing well. Until the la- until his interview at the end, I didn't hear him complain about one thing all week. He didn't that grimace. Seems- he didn't do any like, you know, that's something. It's cold. It's it's cold and damp there. I was gonna say that's the upset of the century. I feel like yeah, no no issues uh, in the cold damp weather. Well, issues, mate. <laughs> <laughs> They had that weird camera in his family's living room. Yeah, which you know, don't don't be thirsty, and then and then and then bitch when people take take pictures of you at, at uh, Disney World. You know? <laughs> that's such a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> also, gotta say that's a very different situation. <laughs> I think that's a good take. I like that one. Well, yeah, those those. <laughs> Those shots were so out of nowhere. The first, first one, I was like, wait, did I? <laughs> I thought I was dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> I totally missed this. I that, texted the first you guys one was like, Paul Casey's? Yeah. I don't know. I think it, it was, was just Paul a Casey's. bunch of white people in a living room <laughs> on a couch. Uh, <laughs> and it was very, it was like a split second. Split second. And nobody <laughs> ever said a thing. <laughs> I texted I our I group thread. It. I'm like, guys, what was that living yeah. room shot? Yeah, like I, I kind of zoned out because Scotty had just done something, and then I was like kind of recovering myself, and then I saw that, and I was like, oh, I must have just like, <laughs> imagined that. Might have been a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah. Big big week uh, money-wise for your, for Scotty, $404,000. So yeah. are you going to apologize for Scotty Scheffler? Mm. I will not. Scotty was it. Scotty was rock solid. It was. It, it was really, really good golf for four days. He, it was. He had a couple greasy wedges down the stretch. <laughs> such a God, that's such a good way um, to describe it. You know, the bogey on 13, he had, a, he had a great shot out of the rough on 13 in there, and then, you know, ball just didn't check for him uh, on the chip. 
But uh, that was a problem spot. That same exact thing happened to Paul Casey. Really? Yeah. He was he was fighting till the end. Great shot on sixteen. Almost made the putt on eighteen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you know he was he was rock solid. He should have he should have probably like the the wedge into fifteen. You know that needs to be closer if you're if you're trying to win win a one, major. But one bogey in the final round of a, ma- of a major playing with yeah. DJ. Like, yeah. Come on, that was sixty-eight. Some good golf. And yeah, yeah, that's I would have taken the over. That C- was CBS impressive. still hasn't realized that his his oh he slipped again. His, yeah, like that's what he does. <laughs> I that's one thing I won't get on them for because I still every single <laughs> shot I'm like that okay that one was a slip. He did not mean to slide that far. Dude, that's he's a wild just swing. so good at like playing golf. He's a, he's definitely a golf hitter. Well, said twenty-four years old. Uh, was he the Corn Ferry Player of the Year last year? Or am I making that up? He was TC's Corn Ferry Player of the Year. Yeah, TC's year. at least. Uh, He's a former U.S. Junior Am champ, a decorated amateur. Like, what's his uh, for the group? What, like, this doesn't feel like a one-off, maybe? Or, or what's his, like, what what's do you his think? Deal? Yeah. What's, <laughs> oh, what yeah. Do you say his deal is. I mean, gosh. Like, I you know we haven't gotten our FedEx Cup updates all week, so I'll I'll give one. He was 28th in the FedEx Cup coming into this event. Mm. This this moved him up to twenty third. Like, I feel like you've said that's, that thirty times this week, and I still would. That's didn't, really didn't really that. good. Like, who's his comp? Like, do we have a comp? For that's, him? I guess that's Great what question. I'm fishing for. Yeah. I, I don't know. Give me a sec on that. I'll, yeah, yeah. He, he, I can confirm he was the Corn Ferry Player of the Year. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, and and you know what? He had, he's had some trouble. Like he's been in the hunt a lot this year. He struggled on Saturdays. So to see what he did, he shot sixty five yesterday, and then. Followed it up with a 68 today. Uh, lost lost strokes with the putter today. Um, that was kind of the difference. But, you know, I mean, he hit he hit 70% of his, his fairways today. 72% of his greens just lost about almost a stroke on the greens. Yeah, he, He's a big guy. Sorry. I was just saying, not even playing style-wise or body type-wise, but like success-wise, burger. That's interesting. Kind of an unconventional move. Yeah. yeah. Late burger and it's still in his 20s. Oh, yeah. Won three times, played a President's Cup team. Like, I think that's a good comp for Scheffler. There's roughly. like so many guys. Like, is he Hudson Swafford, Harris English? I think he's better than He doesn't guys. flush it as much as Harris English. Harris was flushing it this Harris. week. Top for a 20 while. this week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, that's the best bit going. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, Scotty strikes me as somebody who's like, it's. We're going to look back. This is my gut feeling. I have really nothing to base this on, but he strikes me as the type of guy that we're going to look back and he's going to have a couple wins. And it's like, oh, yeah, like it's really hard to win on the PGA Tour. That's why Berger's probably a good comp. Right. Every time he wins, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's a, good too. Kind of a world beater. <laughs> I also <laughs> look at Scotty and I'm like, God, like that guy's not going to stay healthy. Yeah. Like he just seems he keeps like slipping. He's, he's going to be nicked up. Like I know he's had shoulder issues lately, I think, and he's he's his back is is giving him problems in the past. Could you could you shed any light on why he looks so old? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> um yeah, he looks like he's about a 36-year-old grinder. God, I bet he was out there. I bet he was a problem in junior high sports. Oh, for sure. Like Probably, team sports. Yeah. Probably a pitcher and like like oh. cleanup hitter. Yeah. Just um, a power 4. Yeah. <laughs> Every rebound, yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, he, op- he, the, this guy's the opposite got of your care, dad. How am I supposed to box him out? <laughs> he looks like kind of a uh, if if Berger and Ryan Palmer had a kid. Yeah. Mm. You know, I could take that. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, a, that's a great. <laughs> you know who? Honestly, I think should have won this tournament. Oh. Cameron Champ. Yeah, for how he was hitting it as of Saturday afternoon, uh, I. I don't want to say I've never seen someone in control of the golf ball that well. That would be hyperbole, but I can't. I've never seen him have that kind of control. 
getting at some pins with irons. I mean, we know how far he hits it, but getting like back left pins on 12 on Saturday with these draw eight irons or whatever that was. was some of those draw mid irons were filth. Really good. It was like, whoa, if he's got that dial, then there is an issue here. And uh, he did not have it really today. He shot 70 today. He doubled nine, bogeyed 12, and bogeyed 15. Um, he finished tied for 10th, his, uh, eight under overall. His drive on 13 was dirty, that little low oh. cut. Uh, he strikes me as like a um, car analogy, like a Lamborghini. Like when it's like, Hard. dude, when it works, it's like premium. But, but the wedges, it's it's tough to get through the school zone. Yeah, man. like, man, that shit's always breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, practically a home game for him, by the way. And him and Morikawa were playing together. Can you imagine how many home game vibes were in that group? Imagine if people would have been watching them. Oh, my God. Guys, big news. Scotty Schaffler loves to play pickup basketball. There you go. <laughs> I bet he does. But, yeah, Cam Champ led the field in driving distance, was third in strokes gain off the tee. Um, pretty pretty solid overall week at, you know, I – He's not someone that it was on the tip of anyone's tongue for a major championship. No, and that's what I was going to say is I, I feel like people have kind of shit on him for the, you know, the bomb and gouge. Whoa! <laughs> we don't have to continue down that road. <laughs> we don't want. Uh, people have kind of shit the on true him. true bomb and gouge. Exactly. People have shit on him for that and kind of bomb and gouging and uh, he's not, you know, a proper player and that kind of stuff. But And granted, this was a bomb and gougier type of major. Uh but yeah, good good on him for showing up at a you know a, a big ass tournament. That was if that was his wedge game gets better, he's yeah, he's it's a gonna be scary threat. Who's yeah. who? Matt Wolf or I feel like we can lead into Matt Wolf here. Well, uh, I, but before that, I would say I wouldn't classify him as bomb and gouge because I feel like you can't leave that much in the tank and be like a bomb and gouge. <laughs> yeah, he's he not doesn't deliberately. Really do the, he doesn't do the gouging. He's not. Li- he's not Lanto. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Uh, he <laughs> does. Lanto's like the ultra bomb and gouger. Oh, you're Tron bases this off like one half of a round of golf he witnessed it from Lonto and one shot he hit at the tournament that he won. But <laughs> which Tron didn't actually see. I don't mean to air you out, but we were talking about that text. There's a corn fairy guy too that's like your poster child for bombing gal. Ryan Brem. Oh Brem. The worst, man. He he plays the game the Total wrong way. It's I love to get TZ going on that. Because the fact that Champ hits it so low, one, and oh, I see what you're saying. seems to be like dial. Again, I think he's got way more in the tank distance-wise than he doesn't. I saw him hit one ball really high this week, the whole week. Yeah. Um, and if he, yeah, he doesn't try to bully golf. I feel like he's trying his best to play proper golf. Yeah. Like he's not just like hitting it down there and finding it. Lonto. Driving accuracy percentage fifty seven percent. He's one fifty five on tour. It's the like that's like where Rory is. Like, nobody, no good players have a good driving accuracy. <laughs> More Kyle had a good one today. <laughs> Shrugged his shoulders for, for the radio. I mean, the, stat, the stats speak for themselves. Guys. <laughs> it's it's opening shot. That's the first time, uh, admittedly, and this is more of a me problem, that I had seen that much of Cam Champ play golf. And to your point, it was a more refined game than I was expecting. You were wondering yesterday, you're like, God, how does this guy not win all the time? That's, yeah, somebody yeah. said, like, the stretch yesterday was like, he is in complete control. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Justin he, he Thomas hits 58% of his fairways to, to uh, Lonto Griffin's 55%, <laughs> just for the record. Was, I mean, that was a lot of pressure, right? He could have been the first COVID survivor the to first COVID win a major. Survivor to win a major. That would have been big. Again, the antibodies are the new PEDs. Where I was going there was whose game though do you like more, him or Wolf? Ooh, Wolf's so young. I'll take Wolf. Wolf's twenty-one. Yeah, that's 
He's supposed to be in college right now. Like, <laughs> Morikawa is four-year graduate. Like He is obviously accomplishing a ton for his age, but four-year graduate. Probably, he could have came out a year earlier than he did. But he did. graduated from the high school of business. He did, in four, in years, four years, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, Nobody does that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, Wolf, we are scratching, truly scratching the surface, I think. I, I don't think Cam's he, got nearly I think package. Wolf's got a better attitude, too. Yeah. Wolf Wolf showed some, like some hunter tendencies or like it was impressive watching him come down. Like he was he was he going at for yeah. it. I, I, yeah, if he gets a, a taste for blood, uh, he's gonna be. That's a good way to. He's put gonna it. be very fun on Sundays. Yeah, he could be the killer that that Rory refuses to be. <laughs> exactly, and DJ. I can yeah. see Wolf being like a Keimer type. I or he just like like, like a like ultra heaters from time to time. Yeah, yeah. That's I think kind of what I'm getting at. It's like when. If if we get him once or twice or three times a year, just waking up on a Sunday morning, like, ah, you know what, man, I'm gonna go shoot sixty two. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna win by let's, eight this let's week. Let's do it. I'm gonna go shoot sixty two. Come on, it's gonna be so sick. That would be awesome. I'm way in for that. And he's a better putter than people give him credit yeah. for. Like, he didn't putt it good this week and ended up being his downfall. First gee, of all, gee, I'm gonna get wet today. <laughs> Uh, just went to go to the driving accuracy page on the PGA Tour. Uh, Brooks Kepka is 185th in driving accuracy. 188. Shitty year. Adam Scott is 188th in driving accuracy. Wasn't this his first tournament? No, he's played 26 measured rounds. Uh, I guess going back to last year. Mm. Listen, you can make the stats say whatever 2020 you want. 2020 stats are bullshit. What do you think does a better job of painting the picture? These stats that you keep throwing out or. TC's eye through some text. Did you see what he did at, at Houston? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You weren't even watching that tournament. No, I've, I've watched him a bunch on Corn Ferry. He stinks. And don't even get me started on Brem. That guy shouldn't be playing professional be- golf. Believe me, we are not going to get you started on Brem. I'm trying. I'm really trying to get you started. Shout out Joel Damon, $252,000. So much money. He knew exactly how much money was on the line when he made that last putt. He was yeah. very happy on 18. Uh, that was pro- at least a $50,000 putt there on 18. Xander, T10. Are we disappointed or enthused by Xander? I felt like that, he- that's a disappointing week for Xander. You think sixty-seven yeah. today, but you know seventy on on Friday, sixty-nine on Saturday. Come that on. was a nice setup for him. That yeah, was really nice. I, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna push back on that. I'm gonna say top ten in a major is not a disappointing week for for Xander. I, he's a really really strong major record. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this he's is a, a he's, very strong week. I just I expect him to elevate when he when he shows up at a major. I know he hasn't won one yet, but like I. I expect more out of him in a major than I do in a normal PJ. He tour was disappointing event. Saturday. I, w- I wish he yeah. would have did a little more. Like is, are Xander and Morikawa like comps for one another as far as playing style? I feel like Xander hits it a lot further, doesn't he? I think Morikawa's ceiling's a lot, a lot higher. But just as far as like yeah, yeah. proper ass iron players that that you know, I think Xander's probably a Xander was nine, short game. ninth in driving distance. He okay. he nukes he the ball. It. He moves yeah. it pretty good. And fifty fifth in approach. Um, do we want to talk Rory? Did we do enough Kepka? No, I no, don't. We haven't talked to any Kepka. Okay. Talked to any Kepka. <laughs> kind of a life comes at you fast day today. Uh, well, like, like you know, all the shit earlier this week was fine. Whatever. That was sick, actually. But, but then I when was, he starts talking shit about it. DJ yeah. and Rory, like I, I didn't really. You may have lost the plot. That that felt a little bit over the top. Where it's like, yo, dude, like, <laughs> like. It's not fun anymore, man. <laughs> They pick up Bryson. Everybody thinks that's that's <laughs> sick. We like that. But yeah. Oh, those are kind of our guys. Like Rory and Dustin. We we like those guys. Come on. <laughs> We're like you know. It's like if you need to do that stuff 
to, to hype yourself up, like, yeah, like maybe you are a sociopath. <laughs> Which is, we're fine with That's that. Cool I would submit yeah. as evidence <laughs> that that is sweet. Yeah. I'm fine with the sociopath part. Uh, he, 56, he lost strokes to the field off the tee, seventh in approach, lost uh, almost a stroke around the greens, but, and uh, was pretty neutral in putting. Pretty, pretty pedestrian. He did not putt well today, almost dead last in the field today. And he was, putting. he was all pissed after the round, saying he got dicked down by some, some, uh, Bad lies in the rough. Mm. Mm. That must have caused him to lose two point mm. four strokes exactly. on the greens putting. <laughs> you make a good point though. You can never count out the scar tissue from last year, from winning the PGA last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and almost letting it slip away. You can't. You are you can't. making this? Is are you making fun of me? Because this is what I said last year. I was like, that is no. Me and okay. Randy been on okay, that block okay. forever. Okay, good. He needs. A lot of people made fun of me for that. Like that didn't look right. He <laughs> no, looked like he got punched not. in the face. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's funnier when you package it as like, oh, him winning that major last year. Like, yeah, that really shook him. Yeah, uh, I actually legitimately believe that. Dude, I, and okay. it was Dustin that ran, ran him down, and the whole crowd is rooting for Dustin as he's going. And that was not a comfy, not a comfy win. He hasn't won one since, which makes you think the math that like also says been hurt. <laughs> yeah. I thought the questions that they asked him after the round were weak as shit too. Well, I want to be. Who was even asking him questions? It might have just been like a PGA media yeah. official. Yeah. Hopefully, there'll yeah. be some. Good nuggets in some of the game stories. Hopefully, just light some people up on Instagram. That kind of seems like his or MO. That, yeah, I, I needed at least a note that he turned down media after the round from the broadcast. If he did, otherwise yeah. they didn't ask him. Maybe they did. Either tell us he didn't do it, or tell us that you didn't ask him for a comment. It was literally like going to win three PGAs in a row. All, it's the only it chance we're gonna get for a fully Mansky. It should have been an absolute like the only story. It's so I know we said that on the pod a couple times throughout the week, but like kind of should have been like the only story. It's crazy that it wasn't. Yeah. And, and coming into into today, I mean, what would you? How many people out of ten do you think picked Brooks to win today? Seven, <laughs> half of one. <laughs> Oh, to win today. To Sorry, win today. I think like, he's coming into the week, like not even one. No, I mean, I just mean looking at the leaderboard today and, oh, well, of course, like Brooks is going to run everybody down. And then, you, I mean, it was just over before it started. The only majors Brooks hasn't won in the last four years are the ones like mid-tournament. I've switched to being like, oh, Brooks is going to win that one. <laughs> he's got this. And he never wins it any time I ever say that. Uh, going back, funny note on Jay Day, uh, Ben Everill tweeted something about, like this cart just screeching in his backswing on 13T. It could have been a... Uh, and, and CBS was so far behind that they didn't show it for like three or four minutes. And then we finally see it and like... You didn't hear anything. <laughs> and the ball was just I like was so the right excited run. to watch that I shot. I was stoked. The mics were hot as hell too. Yeah. So, I was like, oh man, like maybe it was Jungle Bird or like something's going <laughs> well, on. Well, how about the, the Happy Gilmore jackass guy? Practically a home game for him. Uh, you know, he was bucking his head at uh, Pebble. Yeah, that was disappointing. Um, <laughs> just one last nail in the coffin for Kepka. What? So, did you guys see Rory's comments after the round today? Like saying, uh, no, hit me. Like he, totally confused by. He's like, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say that about somebody that has like three times as many wins as you do. I would disrespect somebody like DJ. So what did Brooks actually say? I kind of missed this. He's looking at the board. He's like, yeah, a lot of the guys up there, like, yeah, they haven't really won. One, I guess DJ's won one. But yeah, I like my chances when I've had a chance to be in, in this spot. I'm paraphrasing this, of course. When I've had a chance to be in this, in this spot, I've got it done. I wanted to, I kind of wanted to be like, actually, the last couple of times you haven't won. And two, like... I don't know. That was just a little, little aggressive and dismissive of, of DJ. Where does Rory fit into this? Yeah, Did you say something. Well, about and Rory this was on the yeah. heels of 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 him saying before the week 
that like him and DJ aren't right. boys, and that was like a media fabrication. Rory said something along the lines of, "I, you know, I, I'm not sure where he's going with that. I would, I'd be careful like being disrespectful to somebody that has three times as many wins as you do." Hmm. Which I, oh, so Rory was just jumping in on DJ's behalf? Yes, gotcha. I don't want to poke holes in this, but I do remember doing a a video uh, for Scratch when I was working at the PJ Tour, and we were doing this. Well, sorry, just to finish the quote. Uh, if he's trying to play mind games, he's trying to do it to the wrong person. I don't think DJ really gives much of a concern <laughs> to that, but just uh, but just different. I try to respect everyone out here. Everyone's a great player. If you won a major championship, you're a hell of a player. It doesn't mean you've only won one. You've won one. You've had a lot to do. Uh, you've had a lot to do, a lot of good things. It reads weird. I mean, it's sort of hard to knock a guy who's got 21 wins on the PGA Tour, which is three times what Brooks has. Hmm. Hmm. So... Sorry, well, your scratch thing. Well, I just remember doing a, a video with Brooks. I'm sure this is out there somewhere, but where we literally asked him, like, who's your best friend on the PGA Tour? And he said Dustin Johnson, just <laughs> for what it's worth. That was like, granted, that was four years ago, but... Are you uh, saying Brooks might talk out of both sides uh, of his I'm, mouth? No way. I'm just saying. I, I don't know that it was totally the fake news media that uh, <laughs> that ran with that one. But Randy, you were going somewhere? Uh, well, he also said, I guess Kepka said last fall about Rory. I've been out here for, what, five years? Rory hasn't won a major since I've been on the PGA Tour, so I don't view it as a rivalry. Uh, That's right. I forgot about that. First of all, (laughs) he's not wrong. (laughs) Uh, And it is sick. And I get that Rory was asked specifically about the DJ stuff, but I don't know. It seems to me like it could have just been like, eh, that's between them. So I I don't I don't want to speak out of both sides of our mouth either because I, I feel like we do root on these guys to like, Hey man, say what's on your mind. Yes. Say what's on your yeah. mind. Think, you know, go for it. Take some shots. Uh, and so I, I guess I'll applaud him at least a little bit for, for say it. you're some welcome humanity. to say it, and we're welcome to comment but on I it. Like, dude, that's, that's bullshit. That's the frustrating part about not not really hearing him dish after the round right. on yeah. on this stuff that was brought up prior. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's trying. He yeah. is actively trying to give us content. Yeah, and so that's where I'm like, come on, he's got to get interviewed after the round. But um, on the Rory note. This was sent over by a, a colleague. Uh, the question he got after the round, obviously winning majors is not easy. Do you have any idea why you find it difficult to hang around for 54, 63 holes in recent seasons compared to, say, earlier in your career? Is it about getting off to those really fast starts, or is there something else you can put your finger on? Rory McIlroy says, no, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not as good as I used to be. I don't know. And, I really don't and, know. I feel like the golf I've played in the majors has been part, uh, sort of similar to the golf I've played outside of them, and I've won some big events, and I've played well, and I've had a, and I had a good season last season. Yeah, I can't really put my finger on it. I go out there and try my best every single day. Some days I play better than others, and just got to keep going and keep persisting and see if you can do better the next time. That's a great quote, and I yeah. love that he's that candid. I will also say we would we did kill Sergio for saying similar things. Sergio said, I'm not going to win one of these things. I've learned I don't have what it takes to win a major. The transcripts are That's just and, different. And acted like a bitch for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. The transcript on the Rory one's tough. It'd be better to hear him yeah. say it. Maybe he's being He might have been joking. Maybe I'm not as good as yeah. I used to be. Yeah. Uh, so, Which know. doesn't seem like Rory's skills have deteriorated in any way. <laughs> no, hell no. His wedges stink. I think they've always stunk, though, haven't they? I, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's just so jarring to see him hit mediocre wedge shots and in maybe the stats don't back this up but like they're not like it's just so frustrating when you see him hit the most majestic drives and long irons and then you see him you know just straight up miss a green from 110 yards like two out of four holes he seemed you know? like he was driving like shit this week yeah. and he was 
tenth strokes gained off the tee. So it it seems like, and I know this is a circular thing. You can't like fake swagger and confidence without playing really well. But he just when he shows up at majors, he looks like he's playing defense from the first tee. He doesn't look like he's there to like he doesn't have that gate anymore. He doesn't have that walk, that bounce. He doesn't look like he's ready to run the show. Yeah. He, like once he makes a couple bogeys, yeah, he's kind of like gets it going and gets it gets it out of his system. He didn't really have the run that he has become patented in majors for him, but who does have that? Who's going to have that going into the US Open? Good question. You know what I mean? I feel like nobody has that right now. Maybe the big golfer. The big golfer has the big golfer's got swagger. He I mean, might be the only guy. Well, no, more Kawa carries himself with. Yeah, yeah I don't. It, it, it's I not would like swagger, to see more but it's like from him. But yeah, just it's just quiet confidence. Yeah, I got. I would say Wingfoot sets up better for Morikawa than Harding Park did. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sure. That's what I mean. That's what that's what I'm saying about the PGA. I feel Wolf, like he might have got the hardest one first. Yeah, Wolf swag. Wolf swaggy. Yeah, that's a good He's one. He's a swaggy boy. <laughs> he is. <laughs> But I like Brooks. I don't know that Brooks is going to necessarily be uh, letting it fly for the next couple couple weeks, months here. I, I would think he's going to maybe have his tail between his legs a little bit after today. I Dustin, wonder. I don't think ever has it. You know, well, I, I shouldn't say that he like physically has it. Yeah. Like I feel like he walks swaggily. He's but got I, swagger in life. I, yeah, but I don't ever feel it like really on the golf course. I, he's I up think by JT can get there. Yeah, that's Which, a good one. But he's another curious one where it's like, dude. What a weird week for him, man. God, there's so many guys that were just like, these Going are here are Rory. your top five golfers this week. Right. Like I'll Going book back it. to Rory, I'm I'm curious, and, and this is personal, but I'm curious when they have kids. Like I don't know. Like he seems like somebody that wants to start a family, that wants to, you know, go down that road. And like I'm curious as to like how how he's gonna balance that, how he's gonna it's gotta be in the in the near future here and i'm very curious to see how that affects his mindset and his priorities as far as golf goes because he's a he's a super like worldly thoughtful yeah like um like emotional guy right seems le- less single-minded than a lot of the guys out yeah. there and i and, and i say all that as like a massive compliment yeah and so you know somebody that has stuff in perspective and has the world by the balls kind of thing and it's like you know like, yeah, he's won four majors. Like maybe what's the difference between four and six to him? You know, I know he's a competitive he's he's competitive as all get out too, but you know, that kind of ebbs and flows, I think, a little bit too. So um th- this is more just me wondering. No, I oh, I like that. And that's something I don't think any of us can ever know. But I, I think right along those lines is like money, right? Like when you have a hundred million dollars plus in the bank, like what what does that do as far as like motivation? And I'm going to correct you only because he corrected Elkington when Elkington guessed how much money he had. He said more like 200 million. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it, it seems like he needs, you look at the guys like Tiger, like he needs somebody to play off, is what I think. Mm-hmm. Like he, he has to have a foil almost. I think Rory is had a tremendous amount of success and probably. One more in that time period than he quote unquote should have, right? Like four majors in four years, no matter how good you are, the math. A couple of them weren't majors either. Correct. 2011 doesn't count. Thank you. Like it just shouldn't happen that fast, right? So spread out over a decade, like he, his probably expectation, and there's going to be more on this on a podcast coming up. His expectation for majors one is probably spot on four. And if they were spread out a lot differently, we would view it totally differently. 
he had a meteoric rise. The expectations became very different for him. And when the results didn't follow, this is me prognosticating on this. When the results didn't follow, I feel like he's tried very hard in the last five, six years to justify how great, and not justify, like he realizes and appreciates how great his life is, right? He has balance in his life. He does what he wants. He has all kinds of money. I think it eats at him more than he will admit or maybe even admit to himself. I'm sure I'm sure to himself he admits it a lot more, but like the the fact that he is not able to replicate this more frequently in majors has to be hurting him. But I think at times I feel like he tries to say to himself like, "Yeah, you know, like I've got what I, you know, if I never win the Masters, like it's it's okay." But I think deep down he he doesn't fully accept that. No, I think that's an excellent point. I think a lot of it even further than that was like he <laughs> He's been famous for being a world-class golfer, like, basically his whole life. I mean, he and I are, like, the same age, and I'm struggling to remember a time in my life where, like, I didn't know his name. You know what I mean? Like, he's always been the guy. And I feel like, you know, Matt Wolf's always been the guy to an extent, but not even a shred of for what five years of what Rory's been. And, you know, I, I think the only comp in our generation for that is, like, Spieth, right? And I, I think he's probably going through – Maybe a little bit of that. Like he's never in his entire, entire, entire life, he's never not been like the best. You know what I mean? And that's just got to be such a weird thing to reckon with. I don't know how the hell you could possibly do that. That's such a heavy thing to think about. I have a feeling Rory, money wise, is probably like, if you count like all the illiquid stuff too, like it's probably well north of 200 million. <laughs> that, that was like three years. That was three or four years ago yeah. when he got like off he Twitter. Did. When he, it's like, I oh, feel yeah. like he's, he is, oh, he's, he's dominating well and stacking you the, money. You should put the tax returns on Golf Pass. <laughs> yeah. He is dominated on the financial front. Like he, but that's why I, I, I would he, subscribe. <laughs> kind of struggles with that too of like, God, I have so much money. I have all this. Like, the only, I don't know, the only thing I have left to achieve right now is more sporting accomplishment, yet I've also achieved it. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. It goes back totally. to that Azinger thing of, like, everybody wants to be noticed, and now when you're being watched, how does it go? And yeah. I mean, he won plenty when he was being watched. Well, so. Let me push back. Like, who's his rival? That's uh, You said that earlier, he needs a foil, and I, I've been thinking about that since you said it, and I don't know. I don't like, have a good answer. Because I think before it was, like, the rival was, like, historical cat. Yeah, and Ty- yeah exactly. Right? Yeah. And now he's kind of become like buddies with Tiger and probably sees him a lot. And it's so it's almost like not the. I, I definitely think there is a thing to like, you, you got to have somebody to push you. Yeah. And maybe Brooks want, is that guy. You want the meta take? His rival is Roy. <sighs> Sabatini. <laughs> wow. No, like his own accomplishments are. Yeah. yeah, but. I just don't think it works the same. I, I don't yeah, not agree with I that. Agree. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I, yeah, I just yeah. don't think it. No, I think it's, it's part of the issue. Push him. I think that's part of the issue. He he hasn't like had somebody beat him. He has not done. He hasn't done enough in the last six years in a major to win it. It's not like he and Brooks have gone head to head and Brooks has come out on top. Like it's no, it's what's Brooks weird. Time. What's weird about that though is like when you when you do. It, <laughs> there's such a like circular thing in golf where I feel like every time everything always circles back to like, man, cat's so good. Oh, and I, I'm going to do that here too, where it's like, man, the only other person I can think of that didn't have a rival and like actually was able to be like, okay, no, the game is just like beat history and beat myself. And I'm just like all these other fucking people. I'm going to destroy them. Just generations after generations of people is the cat. And, he was able to do that, and I yeah. don't think Rory, to your point, John, I don't think he's as much of a sociopath. I was going to say you have to be a sociopath, <laughs> where I think he's just kind of like, man, what am I? Yeah, you know, maybe I don't want to. He's asking why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think going back to Tiger, like where I get so frustrated with Rory is like Rory's got all those full shots and he's got the, that full swing, but like he lacks that, that artistry of Tiger, you know, inside 120 yards to where he's playing the truly different trajectories and different, you know, different one hop and stop and, you know, all sorts of different shots from 50 yards or 70 yards where I feel like Rory's just hitting a bunch of stock shots. Someone's going to, I don't know if it's the last dance kind of thing or, or something, but somebody's going to have to make their life's work explaining to the general public how much better Tiger was than everybody else. <laughs> that it wasn't just like he won the most tournaments. Yeah. It was like, no, he no. did all the things that nobody else was able to do. It's anyways. And then like technology hurt cat more than anybody. Well, let, let me set you guys up for your TV rant uh, in that. Could you speak first? Oh, well, yes, I'll okay. lead into it. Uh, it'll be. A, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think Tron had one more thing to say about Rory. <laughs> oh, right. Great. Sorry. Great take. Um, friends. <laughs> friends. Do you want me to set the stage? Yeah. yeah in in that, I believe, if I may, as an outside arbiter, uh, I believe Randy was really pushing you to accept Randy's science that Rory <laughs> has been declared dead for over a year now. Uh, well over a year. I believe. And... Uh, Tron, he was kind of trying to say, like, Tron, are, are, you need to shit or get off the pot. Is he dead or not? I'm going to do it in a little bit different terms. <laughs> All right? Rand, you know, Randy, I, I, I said to Randy, I said, you know what? Rory's no longer with us right now, but it, it's in the terms of we've taken the McRib off the menu for a while. Okay, <laughs> So the McRib can come back. <laughs> he, can, he can come back. <laughs> he can come back once a year unannounced. The McRib is back. But he's off the menu right now for the next, you know, nine to 12 months at the very least. God, TC, I was so hopeful. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to separate my personal feelings for, for the guy with, with of course. his game, and, and I can't. Well, I'm incapable of it. Okay, and that's very fair. And I hope everybody realizes, like, I, I love the, how candid and I respect the shit out of Rory as a person. It obviously has nothing to do with him as a person. He's got, yeah, when he wins one, he's coming for you. I have a, I have a feeling, though. Which, hey, I, you know, that's part of the fun. I'll take it, of course. <laughs> that That's the other thing. I don't want to kill the guy off when I know he's going to win at least two or three more. That's TC's not, giving out a lot of majors. Not that, that it, you know, not that it all comes back to you, but that's the fun of the female stuff, man. Is it, it just... It, it gives get, you a little extra rush. Going on, I like, know. Oh, shit, he might win. I don't know. Is he going to do it? I don't know. It's it, yeah. It's 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 wild. more it's more fun to play that game when a guy hasn't won one yet. That's true. Too. But what I was going to say earlier is uh, talking about Rory and and kind of this whole like I've summited the mountaintop and I'm looking around and you know what else is there to what what other worlds are there to conquer kind of vibe. Awesome to have David Duvall in the booth <laughs> this mm. week. You know, like what better person to speak to uh, the struggling Jordan Spieth than yeah. than him? I, first of all, I, I, we can do cat too. I don't know if you guys. I honestly don't have any cat takes really, but yeah. I can go straight for Spieth. I know we've talked about him some some this week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, cat, and then grinded to make the cut. Weird week for Rom. Yeah, yeah. Weird, weird week for JT. I mean, it, it just felt like these guys just there was no rhythm. They weren't in. A, it it, God, it God, this podcast alone is like going is showing me more about how deep professional golf it's is crazy. right now. Like you yeah. just like forget about Rom this week. Yeah, I mean, complete non-factor. Burger was involved, which is good, which goes back yesterday. to the over under three and a half majors. It's like ah, fuck. Rom's yeah. probably going to win three, and which I'll say this: Rom doesn't impress me. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you said that a million. I times. know. It just he's the least impressive top ten player to me. 
He's so I, I don't know what he's good at. Ev- literally Golf. everything. Mm, doesn't do it for me. <laughs> take, waiter, take it away. <laughs> no, I don't need a box. It's, it's too, it's too, it's too <laughs> rare. There's too much pink. Take it away. <laughs> uh, Spieth finished T71. Uh, I don't have, I don't know, I have that much more to add than we've already said this week. He's but. back, baby. 300 today. <laughs> exactly. We rocked him. <laughs> Kick Kapka's guys today. <laughs> I mean, Spieth looked like he was—he would have rather missed the cut. Oh, for sure. For Although, I mean, I, I give him credit. He they were, went to they the were range playing a Thursday. money game. He and uh, Ryan Palmer were playing a money game today. You, oh, really? You could hear him. One of them say, "Yeah, I'll hammer." He would have gotten his ass kicked then by Palmer <laughs> today. That's true. Yeah, oh, Palmer shot sixty-four. We did. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> um, the bad week gets worse. <laughs> yeah. And then. Uh, so all right, so you you are less impressed by John Rahm than you are Webb Simpson or Patrick Reed, because uh, those are two top ten players right now. Yeah. Oh God, I'm way impressed with Simpson. He's been he's been awesome. Uh, Reed doesn't do it for me either, but I, I actually think Reed and Rahm that's a really great. I, I don't know; those guys strike a lot of the same chords for me. Uh, and then Adam Scott, I was really disappointed in Adam Scott. Yeah, the last couple of days. The threads were. Disappointing. I, think, I think he was. I think he was probably a little rusty because he hasn't played. But I don't know. It's it was just happen. bummed. What? I mean, where do we want to go on Spieth? What, what's the? Oh God! Who wants to start? It sucks. It sucks, <laughs> it sucks for the game. It sucks as a fan. Um, it, it sucks when he's not playing well. It That's, sucks when people say like. God, like, why do you guys care so much about Spieth? Like, why do you, like, like... Hey, why do you not care about anything? It's like, guy yo, like... On Twitter. Like, were you not taken by, you know, like, when, when like, he just magically beats everybody's ass at Augusta for three days? And, like, yeah. like that's, that's cool. And it's, you feel alive when he's doing that stuff because it all, the entire time, it feels like it's hanging by a thread. Exactly. Too. I feel like people forget... 2018 Masters, the run he made. Yeah. Like it gets the bogey on 18. He was going to birdie it. If that ball doesn't hit that tree limb, he was going to birdie it. It was going to be a final round 62, and he probably was going to win the Masters. It was going to be one of the greatest rounds in golf history. And like the feeling of that back nine, when he ra- ran that putt in on 16, looks at Greller and says, are you kidding me? Tell me if you didn't appreciate that moment or you don't appreciate Spieth for that, then you were dead to me. Now, like you having can, said that. You can feel he's whiny or you can feel that like he's not that technically good because he, like he's not he's like he's greater than the sum of his parts right of course i think he what you said about earlier like the artistry missing like i feel like that's part of the reason why i love jordan is because it's not robotic it's not like there is there's there's spirit there there's art um it it, it yeah it's so weird because it is not a total loss of game right he is not missing cuts he's not bombing out it's exactly. not like off the face of the planet, yet I think we've been pretty consistent on this. Not close. No. It's not. I mean, he's had birdie I've been inconsistent. (laughs) (laughs) Hand up. Hand up here. The the point I've made on repeat is like, dude, the birdie average is there. He is making a ton of birdies, but he is not driving it anywhere near well enough to stay consistent and stay out of making black numbers, whatever you call bogeys. It happens very frequently. That average is horrible. It happened a ton this week. I mean, shit, he made... Uh, five five birdies today, but yesterday on Saturday he made four bogeys on the front, four bogeys on the back. 
This was not a good course for him. No, it was, it was, yeah, it was always a bad setup for him. And after round one, I thought he was going to miss the cut. And he, he might have been better off doing that. But he did work his ass off on the range Saturday and figured it something out. He shot 68 on, on Friday. I it, think going back, it's so not like going back to the, he's greater than the sum of his parts thing. It's like, it's really weird to watch him when you still see all of those parts there and you can't figure out why it's not adding up to more. Like that's the confounding. Yeah, the secret sauce part. is gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I want to see from him that we've literally never seen, so probably won't is, and I know part of Bryson's cheese dick act is like things he says in the press conference. But Thursday or Friday, maybe it was even Saturday, in his press conference, he said like, you know what? Like in the past, I've always viewed myself as like a really unlucky golfer. Like I'm always so unlucky. And you know what? This week I just kind of tried to look at it differently. And he was noticeably less whiny about when things didn't go his way. He didn't like grimace on missed putts. He just like went up and hit Bryson. Yeah, that. Bryson. And that seemed to work really well for him to the point of like, we didn't feel like we saw the best from Bryson and he grinded out a T4, whatever it was. I think that is 100% a contributing factor. Speeth needs that times 10. Did you see his? Every single, he lives and dies with every single shot and bounce and all that. And he is not hitting it good enough to be able to live and die with that. You got to accept some balance in your game. Did you see his quotes this week? That he was talking about exactly that. Yeah. It was like the only quotes I saw from him where he was kind of like, man, so he's like, it seems like a lot of my career, like the bounces have gone the right way. And now it really seems like they're all going the other way. And yeah, I don't know if that's totally the right way to look at it. Uh, that's you the know, thing. from my, like, I, my expertise of winning just, multiple majors. The, the longer he keeps building up this scar tissue and, and, and searching, you know, like, so I, I guess the question is, does he need to, does he need to ch- what like does he need to make a significant change? I don't know. Yeah, like probably. I don't know. I don't know enough about the golf swing to say that, and I don't know enough about everything that goes on. But do I think like he's like I said? Do I think he's close and like about to turn the corner? Like no, and I don't think we're seeing any of those signs. It's such a hard, such a hard question. I feel like because I, I feel like McCormick and really like that whole team has been there since he was 12 years old and right. it's not the same as like oh he needs he just needs a new swing coach it's and not sean foley it's like, with dude Tiger it's Woods. not like cameron mccormick knows how the golf swing works and he knows how jordan spieth's golf swing works that's not the only thing he's trying to fix here i, I would guess i don't know any of this but i mean dude he's trying to fix like we were talking about it earlier this week tron it's like his golf swing has always been highly imperfect right and it, but it's it's worked. I assume a big part of that is it's worked because the confidence factor. It's worked because of the you know this special sauce we're talking about. And now that's gone. And so it's like, all right, how do we band aid an imperfect swing? How do we maybe build a new imperfect swing that still feels right, but is like it's there's so many moving parts that it just seems so hard. But what it does seem like deeply, extremely from the outside looking in is like maybe just a hard reset. You know. Just like doesn't seem like it would hurt, and it's weird because you feel like this is rock bottom, but then you remember like he made the fucking cut, like he's been making yeah. cuts all year, you know. There's just enough top flirting. ten at Colonial, yeah. right? Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Mm. ago, I'm worried about Greller. I just, you know, like he, he, you know, I don't know if you guys saw the the, the uh, clip yesterday where he's like dead fucking straight, dead fucking straight, and like hands the putter to Mike, and I'm like, it's not Mike's fault, man. <laughs> Jordan, don't take it out on him, man. <laughs> he want, You guys are on the same team. Which I don't think is necessarily blaming Greller. No, I don't yeah, either. Okay. All right. who, who wins a major first? Greller, Greller or Jordan? Spieth, McElroy, Dustin. I, uh, 
All right, so we, we have Wingfoot. People are screaming Rory, clenching their steering right, wheels, so, screaming <laughs> Rory's so, name right now. So we've got Wingfoot, then uh, Augusta. It's Augusta. Rory. It's Rory. I'm going to say Dustin. Then Augusta again. Dustin's then, been stinky. Then, uh, then where's PGA next year? Kiowa. Kiowa. Practically a home mm. game for Rib. Dustin. And, and and that's that's a rib course. And I guess he won there by eight. Uh, Royal St. <laughs> George. Practically a home game for Dustin. And where's the U.S. Open <laughs> next year? Who, who could say? Tory. Uh, Tory, yeah. Ugh. Rib. Rib, yeah. DJ. Has anyone Farmers? I feel, uh, like, a, I feel like it's a very DJ tournament. Maybe. Um, he used to live in L.A. Practically a home game. I'll stop. Sorry, okay. right? That's your bit. Oh. How long ago does it feel like when Bryson broke his shaft? On that was six weeks oh, ago. Thursday. God, yeah. So everybody picks a Rory? I mean, Are you picking probably the safe pick? I'm picking JT. Like, literally, he wasn't an option. <laughs> I know. I'm picking it. Um, I literally might pick Speed. That's, that's, I mean, a couple cracks at Augusta. That's how deep this runs for me. I know. I'm what like, if he just starts, like, stops playing most places and only plays Augusta? Harbor Town, <laughs> yeah, John Deere. It just he just rocks up like four times a year. I uh, just here. Let me underscore one thing. Spieth is twenty seven, man. Like he's twenty seven. He's one of the, already. You can tell like one of the most talented people to ever play golf. You can tell that by watching him the last five years, right? It's like, dude, he's gonna figure it out. And if you guys want to jump, not you guys, but the the larger people, if they want to jump off the bandwagon, man, good riddance. Say la vie. I'm, but I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. I'm just something needs to be changed. Yeah. It's obvious. I, I, Some, yeah. Something needs to something needs to happen. It, we're it's not getting better. It doesn't seem like. But I'm saying when it's when it's time, there will be clear signs, and there are, the signs are not there yet. Yes, I agree. Okay. But but I am remain hopeful as I know Randy does. Of that course, good times are ahead. Stay the course. It's always darkest before the dawn. <laughs> exactly right. right. Did you make that up? <laughs> I, I I gotta check. I, somebody <laughs> might have said that. This might have been a record. How long we made it? Is it time? <laughs> we got to put time limits on it, please. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got anything else after it? Uh, Fleetwood. Fleetwood was a I'm very not disappointing. Bad. I'm just mistake. disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I was telling Deej though. Messed up a big parlay for he's, the kids. He's only <laughs> he's only had three three full years of majors. I want to give him until he's had five full years it, of majors until I really. It does seem like it's been a lot longer. So I yeah. that that kind of talked me off the ledge a little bit. Uh, he's had a lot of success where it, it seems like he should have just barnstormed in and won these things. And you're, you're I think you're right. It, we need probably a little bit more time. Almost dead last in guys that made the the cut in strokes gain approach. That's just he's so bizarre. Yeah. Concerning. Yeah. So and I don't, and probably a lot of rust. Like, hasn't played say, a lot. I'm giving him the benefit yeah. of the doubt because he, he, he was over, he was over in England hanging out with the fam, you know, for, for the last, yeah. Six to eight weeks before this. Uh, two quick guys. We don't have to spend much time, but Daniel Berger continues to play really good golf. And props to Hal Tong for not disappearing. Mm. His yeah. sixty-nine. I mean, a late double too um, on on eighteen today. But I was impressed. He he hung around much more than I expected. And we we haven't talked about him much on this show, but we talked about him in the, in the round recaps. Uh, Give proper proper attention to Hal Tong. I think. Yeah. Also, shout out to Brendan Todd. T seventeen at that golf course. That was not what I would have drawn up for him. And one thing I'd like to just alert everybody to, just out of an abundance of caution, is Justin Rose appears to be playing good golf. So mm. everybody keep your head on a swivel. He he may be around to, to pick one of these off here pretty soon. Um, threat level orange. Yeah, threat level <laughs> is, is <laughs> creeping up. Tough weekend for... Why don't you guys like Justin Rose? He's such Mike. a top bloke. 
for your friend Mike Lorenzo Vera. Tough weekend. Tough week. Yeah. Tough, uh, tough, could, tough weekend. Did you guys? Uh, a lot of people were bandying about the uh, Mike Lorenzo Vera player diary for, that he wrote for the European tour. Did anybody read this or, or any of the stuff? You were, about you were telling it? me about it today. One one story that has to it really bears repeating from there was that the guy. There's a whole backstory about this about how. He he basically had one really good year in professional golf and just spent all his money, just <laughs> all of it, partying. Everything's on me. We're going out all the time. You got to spend money to make money. Until and he goes in. He said, "I don't know what the problem was. We spent all our money." Uh, but he goes into great detail about like I literally just would use my credit card until it didn't work, and I called the lady at the bank. Was screaming like, "Why is this not working? Like, you don't have any money." Sure. So, so he went into massive debt. Just a fascinating, extremely candid story. But he was talking about, I think he was in the lead at Dubai. Uh, it's either Dubai or Abu Dhabi. Big, big tournament. And so he's he's got the 54-hole lead, and he's in his hotel room, and he's freaking out because he's like, I just can't stop thinking about how much money it would be <laughs> if I win. And he's like, I couldn't fall asleep, couldn't fall asleep. So I got on my computer, and I started looking up what kind of car I would buy if I won. Uh and yeah, that did, How'd that work like out? that didn't help either. He's like, <laughs> I, I picked out this like half a million dollar Lamborghini that I was going to get. And uh, yeah, I just, it, you know, fell apart the next day. But anyways, I was thinking about that this week where it's like, man, he's, he might be car shopping here after 36 holes, but maybe, maybe yeah, just a nice, a car. nice I, Camry I remember or something. seeing him in, in Cologne a couple of years ago when we were over there for the BMW International and just thinking, God, this guy's aesthetic is it's like, Old. Outstanding. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully we see him more. He he was a shot of life there for the first few days. We uh can I put in a request? Maybe a podcast. Uh yeah, be sure. a podcast guest. Yeah. Uh one more guy. Patrick Cantley. We're I want him to know we're we're actively monitoring the situation. <laughs> it could be Wingfoot could be yeah. We a, a monitoring head. like you're, you're yeah, coming you're, or you're don't you're you're upset. You're putting him on notice already? Just you know, it's it's a notice. That's all it is. Oh, I, I thought you were saying, saying positive. More. No, he's saying negative. No, he's really good, and he's just you know, come on, Patrick. We got to be a little better. Seventy three today is a little disappointing. After a good day yesterday, a tough sixty six yesterday. Wingfoot should be a very good Patrick Cantlay, I would think. I would think so. Except so, Morikawa's. I watched some Keith Mitchell <laughs> or this weekend. How does that guy not? He drives the fuck. This is ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. man. He hits it. And like whenever I see him, I just, every time I'm like, damn, that guy's really good. Three weeks later, I forget him, you know, see a swing again. Damn, that guy's really good. Like, just come on, dude. You guys got to be a little sec- two less minutes anonymous. On, two minutes on the cat? I mean. I just don't think there's a lot to yeah, say. About right? what you'd expect. Totally unsurprising. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he people, just hasn't played golf, and it was like yeah. a cold. People were mad at me because I RIP'd him, and I, I had the courtesy to wait until the. Freaking round I thought that was very responsible. That was big of me, yeah, right? That was very responsible. Showed cool. a lot of maturity. I, I I feel like I've said this for majors past, but I want to just be proud of everybody that I feel like we're keeping the cat expectations completely within bounds. You know? Yeah. It's it feels great. Cat's still gonna have to pick his spots. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I like that we're not living and dying with every. Yeah. I don't even know what he shot today, and that's a great feeling. Golf is deep. Exactly. Right now. Cat right. in 2022 at the at St Andrews is gonna be. Like I want that to be his his open. Oh. He should retire there after he wins I, it. I, I there's nothing I would want to see more than than Cat versus the big golfer at, <laughs> at St Andrews. I think I you know what I think if the big golfer wins a major before then they're gonna roll back the ball and fuck up. All That's this what stuff I was telling anyway. to Tron. He's he's like man, you, like how does it feel like you're riding so hard for Bryson? Because I I've, 
deeply. I went pretty all in, you know, after the the whole rocket mortgage thing. But uh, I was like, you know, the only way that shit happens with the golf ball and all this stuff is like Bryson's got to go win like eight majors. Like we need it. We need the big golfer is our our way forward. <laughs> we need it's him almost to, like a quasi Trojan horse a little exactly. bit. <laughs> he, he is the I'm canary sure. in the coal mine. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Can I say this about both Bryson and Brooks in that I don't like either of them. They should just make out already. And I root for both of them. And yes. that is so rare in golf. Exactly. So rare in golf. That God, that's well said. That's okay. exactly exactly how I feel. But it's fun that you don't like them, and I think we need more guys. We need more like. guys yeah. like that. I exactly. feel like it, it's exactly. Do you have to be able to separate yourself from like? Is like I don't like when you're watching it. It's like, oh, he's such a good guy. Yeah. I hope he wins. It's like, no, nah, come on, man. It's an entertainment product. Who's the most entertaining guy? That's like they're, the whole thing. They're the two guys. Everybody falls all over themselves to say how much of a class act Justin Rose is. You know what? I don't fucking like him. <laughs> yeah, that, get him out of here. That's healthy. Yeah. And the converse is true too. Like it's fun to root against guys that are like good guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, do we want to talk about uh, Ricky's chunk putt to miss the cut? <laughs> oh my god, that was brutal, man. It's tough. Randy's too classy to. to yeah, you know, I won't jump on his. Grave. Rick's going through some swing changes. Rick's he's, going through. Things. He's going through some stuff. I've been I've been contemplating a bit on on Richard Flower lately. I feel like people are teaming up on him too much. Well, or? I don't know. I don't know. I don't a lot know. of people kind of getting on your block. The bit's gone too Ricky. far, maybe. Uh, it's it's like too real almost. Like, Everybody's takes want to be noticed. Nobody wants to. Nobody's takes want to be watched. <laughs> no, it's like God. No, I actually thought he'd win a major. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and now he's and now he now he's got uh, Morikawa on his on his Japanese heritage block. That's. Mm. Yeah, I, he's not. Yeah, he's not the Puma Alpha anymore. He's not the <laughs> Japanese Heritage Alpha anymore. Uh, he didn't even stick around to congratulate. After F one today, he's not the he's not the F one. He's Alpha. not the Red Bull Alpha anymore. God, yeah. How many mm. how many minutes are we doing on Verstappen? We got to we, we get into Amsterdam first. Okay. I have been waiting yeah. for so yeah. long. What, what are we? I'm DJ, not letting you guys on. sit out. No. What are, what's the time limit that we're giving these guys? There's 30. unlimited time. We're, we waited an hour 36. There's no more golf 30 to seconds talk about. each? 30 seconds each. Oh, no. Get 60 it. seconds each. 60 you guys may leave if you want. It's a major. Can we talk positives first? ESPN. Sure. ESPN? Awesome. ESPN Plus? Start the clock. That's no, all this counts. Start no, the clock. Count. Get out of here. Get out of here. Van Pelt, uh, uh, what's his name? McDonough was awesome. Uh, Here's what I'll do. You guys go as long as you want. I'm just going to shout out when you hit another minute. Okay. No. That's fine. Uh... <laughs> All right, let's talk yeah. paying to, to watch golf. Some people had an issue with that. I have absolutely no issue with that. Yeah. I, well, it was paying to watch, it was quality to watch additional golf. Because in the past, that wasn't... The past, they had feature groups online. And they, uh, you had to pay to watch that, which I get that. Like Also, these are probably the same people that like, will pay for a $5 cup of coffee and not think about it. Like... Also, like people, have you looked at what you're paying for ESPN and your freaking cable? That bill? was kind of their point, though. Is like That's we true. are paying for ESPN and they're putting it behind the paywall, <laughs> which again I get. But objection. I'd like to strike that. One. <laughs> GC regrets that one. Uh, I thought their coverage was fantastic. It was the right amount of joking, right amount of serious, um, just a good, strong balance and a refreshing different look at golf and Mike McQuaid and the producers there just did, I thought a fantastic job. It's going to be really, really interesting when they start televising PGA tour events on ESPN you know, plus ESPN, ESPN plus and do that's 2022 and Fridays and all that. And it's like, man, like 
are, are they going to be able to be as open and honest and, and direct about players? Because there's no chance that, that, you know, like I had, I tweeted something this week and three or four different commentators reached out and they're like, yeah, like there's no chance we could ever say that on golf channel. Like we would get a call from the tour within like 30 seconds. <laughs> I just like that they that felt like I was watching a major championship when they were on the air. They were they, they were covering it like a legitimate sporting event. They, it felt important to them, yeah. and it was treated differently. And I appreciated that, and it made me very excited. It made it extremely jarring when the coverage switched over in the afternoons and in, in the evenings. Lou Brown, I think I think it was Lou Brown on Twitter, two minutes in. David, uh, he, he I thought he minutes. summed it well. He said, um, he said ESPN treated. It like golf fans were were the customer and golf was the product, and the PGA Tour and CBS treat it like the commercials are the product and the customer is like the corporate partners. Yes, I'm a financial advisor. <laughs> God, what a <laughs> bad is. commercial! She is. Yes, she is. Um, I feel like we've come a long way in that we have tried so hard to share the blame. For at CBS with the PGA Tour and say, like, yeah. you're stipulated by all this stuff. We understand all that. They suck. I can't do it for a fucking major. Like, that, I, I, that was disgraceful. And what happened at the end with Paul Casey, people didn't really notice it yet, and I know it, he didn't end up making the putt or didn't end up making a birdie. The fact that he played the 72nd hole of a major with a chance, if he birdies 18 and Morikawa bogeys, they are in a playoff. They went to commercial and put that on tape. Like what are we? That that is the that is the final shot of in like a hail mary three pointer at the end of a basketball game. That like while we were away, James Harden missed a three pointer. That's the equivalent of that. <laughs> Even before that, uh, they didn't show Dustin's shot on sixteen. Uh, Morikawa's like hits one of the greatest shots in the history of major championship golf, and they cut immediately to commercial after it. Like it just totally nuked. The momentum nuked the broadcast, and it's like, guys, like what? Like I will chime in here. I I very much have felt that for a long time. That's what kills the flow yeah. so much. Is when it was Fox it, and they're doing the whole commercial free or or whatever. It you God, you just sink into the couch and you just like marinate in those moments. And even when Morikawa finished, and like it's clear, like he won. It's over, right? And it's like, dude, here's the closest we've had to like the next big thing like we just saw it this yeah. is a what feels like a watershed moment in golf it's like man let's follow him to the scoring trailer like let's sink in a little bit and it's just immediately like oh there's your winner and now let's hear about fucking rocket mortgage or well and whatever. And, and you know sorry randy no pe free ads people man. would <laughs> counter and say well you know fox was losing money hand over fist uh, yeah like that was a conscious decision on their end they overpaid for the for the rights but also like Figure out more creative ways to like. Honestly, if you guys want to put some put some of your dumb slanted signage up, you know <laughs> yeah. your, your stupid graphics up, like put put them in the middle of Lake Merced and, and give it like. I don't, that's fine. Just show us more golf. Like it it. Uh, I forget where I was where I was gonna go with that, but oh, here, here's where it was. First year, first year of a brand new deal between ESPN and CBS. All right, so we saw the the NBC is picking up the USGA package, Five right? Minutes. <laughs> we have, I they have iconic music for oh, yeah. U.S. Opens. Like you know that music, and you, it feels like a different event. The first year of the New Deal, all you can't can, switch the can music. The, all I can hear is the players' music. 
in my head. <laughs> the players' music is sweet. It has grown on the me. Players and the international players anthem. You're gonna play the same music that CBS, you play week in week out. CBS thinks they're all cute because they're playing San Francisco themed music in, in in and out of some of the bumpers. <laughs> Faldo's Duran Duran. Someone very deep cut for uh, Grateful Dead fans, but they're like the fact that they're playing a studio version of Estimated Profit shows exactly what CBS is bringing to the table. <laughs> uh, how many times did they show that that blimp shot? Of the fucking clouds. <laughs> I thought the only chance we were going to see Tommy Fleetwood was his ascension above the clouds. That was the only <laughs> chance we were going to see him. Uh, can we at least have some fun and talk about the Faldo Phil part? I know we talked about it on Saturday's show, but absolutely glorious. Like Phil, Phil showed you like what a good fun broadcast could be. There, there's been a lot of times I'm sure we've overstepped on a lot of coverage stuff, but I think our core message has just been like, man, just. Like make it engaging and just like talk to people like they're golf fans and talk to people like the way that they they seemingly want to be talked to and it was so weird man who would have thought that like Phil comes in and like starts dropping insights and expertise and everyone's like wow this is great it's like okay cool we're we're not quite as crazy as like I, I feel sometimes Dottie got some pep in her step everybody IBS, got pep in their step yeah. Ian Baker Finch was great he's bouncing stuff off of yeah. Phil it was awesome Faldo's cowering in the corner Faldo got, <laughs> it, yeah what a that, it that was, was tough to watch, Faldo. And I know put in a box. Phil is one of the few people in the world that can do it to that level, but it was so simple what he was saying. It was very pointed. It was, I just came off this golf course, and here's how I played it. This shot is so difficult right here. Here's why it's difficult. Rather than just like them always telling us what's on the screen, and that's what lulls you to sleep, and it's all you see. And I I don't know why I thought it'd be different, and it wasn't, and it was so disappointing. And they, they are incapable of handling a major championship, 100% incapable. Uh, I, I want to sneaky give Nance a little bit of credit in that I feel like he's been trying since, not saying that we have anything to do with this, but like since the, the greater zeitgeist has kind of started noticing, like, man, Fallow doesn't really say anything. I do feel like Nance has been trying to pull stuff out of him today, the, the last few years, and I couldn't tell <laughs> if it was. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't know if I if it was rhetorical or if it was. Uh, maybe I just heard it wrong. But <laughs> you talking about today, Brooks? Yeah, Brooks is like, yeah, Nick and what 70, 74 today. You know what? What happened? <laughs> and then it was just silence for like 20 seconds until Nance eventually came back on. And so I was like, I don't know if Faldo maybe thought that that was like a rhetorical question. Like, boy, what happened? But like I think it was like, it I think it was like, Hey man, uh six time major champion. Like, what do you think Brooks was going through today? And it was just kind of, <laughs> Oh, Oh, Oh <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Were you, sorry, I wasn't paying. I was looking at my phone. What, what did you ask? Watch my show on CBS. Oh, my God. Bryson makes a 95-footer on 18, whatever it was. And it was immediately just... Uh, DJ whatever. swore he was going to sit this one out. DJ, eight and a half seven minutes. I'm seven out. minutes. I'm, I'm out. Eight last, and a half minutes. Last thing I'll have is it is... It, maybe it, it is... It's, you know, it's it's not a big that big of a deal. But, you know, you have to follow golf on Shot Tracker with CBS because they're so far behind on all these shots. And when they show them... The announce, like the, the announcers, if they don't get any predictions wrong, Faldo's the only one that ever gets them wrong. <laughs> it's because they're watching it on replay, and it's like me. It's like, oh, he might. You got to be careful. This one might go long here with this much club, and it goes long every single time because they're watching replay. That's that's fucking unprofessional. Like that's bullshit. Like I kind of produce know, it like the way we produce Wild World of Golf. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so the majors, they're they're contractually obligated. Check it out. I'm watching those shots on repeat as well. <laughs> to have the 
uh, shot tracker and everything a certain amount of time behind? I have no idea. Say again. Like they're contractually obligated to have shot tracker a certain amount of time behind for majors. The PJ Tour leaderboard, I the believe. Leaderboard? At least okay. that's how it was five years ago. But okay. they, the PJ Tour leaderboard, everybody always bitches like, oh, it's 15 minutes behind. Why is this updating so slow? And it's because the PJ Tour doesn't own the event. And so Old. to make the PJ of America's website more valuable, they're, they're supposed to be 15 well, minutes behind. The PJ behind. America app was shitty this week because it was just as slow as the PJ Tour app. <laughs> I think I've I've said all I have to say. I don't know if we want to move on to Formula stop, One now. Stop the fight. No, I mean it's just. I think that's different. I guess if that, that was a that's PGA, a clean ten minutes. If that was PGA Tour week, I would have spent thirty seconds on just saying as as bad as always. But it's just disgraceful for that big of an event and it's, that important of an event. It's so jarring late in the season when you get like. It's one thing when if this would have been three M or Memphis or whatever in the normal schedule. Um, you know, or even, I mean, I guess we're far enough into August. It probably would have been the Wyndham or the first playoff event. But when you get a major and they're pumping the, f- the season finale this week and then, the, and then the FedEx Cup playoffs and, like, how, how like, little you, you, like, that resonates within you. It doesn't feel like a lot of juice next yeah. week at, at the Wyndham. Uh, and I like the Wyndham. Like, that's a tournament that, like, And I we have a great trap draw coming out oh, Monday. Awesome. So pumped for it. Yeah. Uh, or Tuesday. Excuse me, Tuesday. Do we want to do segments? Yeah. Sure. I'm not very organized in this one, but. I, I can start if you need some time to think. Rub of the green of the week. Uh, I think it was an absolute no-brainer. Tron alluded to it earlier. Bryson Stryver. No. No. I thought you were going somewhere else. Really? Tong's ball Of course. Well, that's a much more literal interpretation of. Of the rule, I had Bryson's driver. Of course, I'm sure everybody listening to this saw it, but the, the big golfer's driver literally broke in the middle of competition. Everybody That's been freaked all the swings out. I was putting in. <laughs> it would have been over the, the green. It would have been more over the green if he was not able to replace it. Of and, course, and then he and then he pimped the, the shaft company for a solid like Which two minutes. Afterwards. I believe he's a part owner yeah, of. He is, and it's like in order for it, it yeah it was a great jujitsu of like it has to work so well in order for it to be able to break and, and these the materials are so advanced now that it's <laughs> yeah like, that was that was a weird one uh that was that listen that's what i had i had uh women's am final oh. gabby ruffles 38th hole that wasn't uh, your you hate to see it well it was kind of a rub of the green you know that sometimes the puck goes in sometimes you know what though there wasn't that was a everybody was a winner today after that concession on the 36th, 36th hole. Hole. yeah I mean, which, golf, golf won it was the classiest thing i've ever maybe seen. that was karmic you know uh zang gave the putt to gabby on the 36th hole about two and a half three footer and then uh gabby kind of horseshoe lipped one from three and a half feet on the 38th hole to, to lose the her what would have been a second back-to-back uh women's am that was that's tough a, that's a bummer Friend all, of the, all, all, friend credit, of the all credit to Rose Zhang, though. She, awesome. 17-year-old, uh, great golf swing. My my rub of the green was going to be, uh, the, it was a more of a ball-don't-lie situation, which was Hao Tong Lee getting a crazy good bounce off a tree, crazy good bounce with his approach shot on Saturday, then making birdie, then coming back and hitting one and getting it lost in the tree. <laughs> that, that was just, that's the rub of the green. Yeah, mine was Hao Tong, so. Okay, easy enough. Uh you hate to see it of the week for me. Again, I took it very literally. Was uh, the financial advisor commercial oh. just because I literally <laughs> I hated I hated seeing it every every time it was on. Uh, mine was Lydia Ko. Yeah, that was brutal. 
Double bogey. I turned it off because she was like she had it wrapped up. She made a seven on the 18th hole, par five, to lose by one, uh, and really finished the last five holes at four over. It was tough, tough scene. Can you, as someone who doesn't watch much of the the women's game, admittedly, uh, can you put into perspective what Lydia Ko's been going through? I mean, is it has it's it been a, a Spethian struggle? Yeah, she you know was she's been through like head and shoulders caddies the best player in the world and then i think she's won her last win she's won once she won in san francisco since 2016 i think her lone yeah. win was 2018 she's won one time she won like merced i think in 2018 or yeah. something and that was yeah. like oh her return and then it kind of faded again and then this was going to be another one but danielle kang winning two events in a row is she's the, the she's vaunted the queen, she's the queen of toledo the the vaunted toledo double what what are we what are we going to call her the mud hen she's the mud hen <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my you hate to see it uh, yeah, well, you know what? I've, I've got a couple of hate to see it. Please. Uh, first of all, Scam Tringale. Uh, DQ. Getting, getting DQ'd. Wrong scorecard. Hate seeing that. Uh, hate seeing Ryan Ruffles. Shot 63. I thought he was going to get it done this week. Shoot 74, 72. Um, uh, weekend. Finishes T22. He's, he's pounding away, though, man. He's playing good golf. It's going to happen for him. I was hoping we were going to see a Ruffles double. That would have been great. This weekend. Uh, and then... Um, gosh, what was my other hate to see it? Um, I blanked. Okay, you do hate to see that. Uh, soapbox, real quick one. I, I feel like I've mentioned this a couple times, but always seems to come around for the PGA. I feel like the PGA kind of lacks a bit of identity. Uh, I don't. It just kind of feels like the other major uh, a lot of the time. I don't really know. You know, the U.S. Open is the hardest test. The Masters is the Masters. The British Open is the British Open. Uh, I don't really get a sense of identity from the PGA. I, I would love to see it become the the major that goes to public golf courses. I think that would be such a cool block. Glory's first shot is what it is. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Glory's first hole. But I, I would love to see uh, – I think that would be really cool. I think Harding Park was a great example of that, and I, I just think that would be a cool block. Uh, amen to that. I would 100% be behind that. Real I, quick, I remembered my last year. I hate to see it. Please. Zach Johnson chir- <laughs> chirping people on Twitter after the after, after the first round because people were associating him with – there's another Zach Johnson in the field. Zach, Zach J, L, of course. Zach Jay J. Johnson, Johnson L, yeah. who shot a million the first day, club pro. And then Zach, the the main Zach Johnson, ends up blowing up on Friday and, and after chirping all these people and uh, and missing the cut. So you, 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 you do hate to see that. Hate, to see, hate that. to see that. Yeah. Um, no, amen to the PGA. I mean, I these big organizations. You know that what what a great way to actually put their money where their mouth is. And there's a lot of accessibility and growing the game. Yeah. And, you know, of course there's a lot of club professionals that I'm sure do great work at private clubs as well. And, and not to take anything away from them, but yeah, if, if the PJ of America is going to be kind of grow the game guys, then I feel like that would be a great place to start. Uh, a lot of really good public golf courses you can go to. Where does that leave sure. the USGA in that? I would put the USGA more as the grow the game. Well, I would too, cool. but if you watch the messaging this yeah. week, that didn't really seem to be, I mean yep. that, I guess they're both doing it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. They're, but they're both growing it. That's why it's so big. <laughs> Maybe growing it too much. I, Numbers are way up. Uh, I just have a very cheesy one. It's nice to have you know a major back. Oh. It was it was a great week of golf. A bit controversial though. Like I will take the British Open European television schedule over the West Coast schedule. That's shocking to me. Oh, coffee golf is awesome. Oh, coffee no, golf. I agree. Oh. But the rest of the day is open. Someone who oh, yeah. who hates waking up before eight a.m. 
That's the most unbelievable thing I've ever heard. Well, I'm not going to watch any of it before 8 a.m., <laughs> but it's over at like 1, and then you got the rest of the day. I, maybe this should have been my you hate to see it. Some of the Europeans that were chirping that they should have teed off earlier so the Europeans can watch it. Can you imagine <laughs> if we sick. chirped about the t- the time that the Brits tee off at the at the UK British Open? Uh, the, yeah, you tee off later so we can you know we can sleep in a little bit. I would, yeah, that's Chef's kiss. I don't I don't have a soapbox Sunday other than you know we're it's finally time for us to take a little trip. Oh, we're gonna be gone the next uh, two weeks for filming Tour Sauce season six. Got some pods loaded up in the cannon to uh, blast off during that time, uh, but it's time to get away. We've it's been way too long. I've, I've got <laughs> Shout a out to Snickers. Uh, I've got a soapbox Sunday. Uh, actually, a good one. I think uh, wrote a, or read an article earlier this week from Kevin Price about uh, Tom Whitney. Oh man, Corn Ferry tour player. Um, he actually finished. Uh, Finished T seven this week. Really? Yeah. Actually, and I, I meant think to look, the look article around. was last week because it was in Omaha. Right. And so, just a quick backstory: uh, Tom went to the Air Force Academy. His, his brother did also. His brother was an Air Force intelligence officer. Committed suicide, um, I think, last year. And uh, basically, you know, Tom's basically just trying to get awareness out for uh, this twenty two kill uh, charity. That I this this statistic. You know, every time I hear it, I've heard it many times over the last couple of years, but 22 veterans commit suicide every day, which is nuts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he, he finished T7 this week. Uh, really good to see that. And, yeah, check out 22 Kill. I know he did a birdie thing. I was going to donate to it this week. So, um, yeah, just good cause. And uh, Kevin Price wrote a, wrote a great article about it. I will retweet that again. Great stuff. Great. Cool. Yeah, I've, I had that on my list. forgot to circle back. Well done. Uh, Verstappen. Oh, what a wrap triumph. It up. That was a complete triumph. Gosh. Mm. You guys Great are bearing strategy. the lead, though. Racing Point is stacking up points. You're bearing the They're lead. They're going to get him taken away. Is <laughs> They're cheating. losing points. Yeah. Randy yeah. called it in Saturday's show that Verstappen qualified on the hard tires. Yeah. And that was, cl- I, in Stroke hindsight, what the hell was Toto Wolf do- doing not qualifying Toto on the hard Toto got hearts. caught with his pants down. He did. <laughs> he did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how wild was it to see just how much faster Hamilton is than Botas? I mean, it was just. It, it, I won't. It, I won't he that won to that. Take away. Botas had a good. He had a, he good, had a good race, but it he was, had a bad plan. Yeah, neither of them strategy was. Neither of them have handled their tires well. In the, in I was going to say it seemed like the tires, like right after their pit, like yeah. on brand new tires, they were they were already going to That's shit. That's what they were talking about in the post game. They're trying crazy. to face too much downforce. Too much downcock. <laughs> yeah, Gary Woodland out there driving. The those car things. might literally be too good for him. It's that's the exactly. only thing that can hold him back. Their tire management has been sh- shit. It's the only thing that's made it interesting. Verstappen's a straight up sociopath. Yeah. Like if you're looking for a true killer in a sport, there you go. I, gonna, I, oh, that, he was he was barking on the radio and they were like, you know, telling him to cool take it, it easy. He's like, no, fuck no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to drive like a grandma. Yeah. It's yeah. my best chance to catch him. Yeah, and they they finally sent him to push, and he's like, "So you're saying fully send it," <laughs> which was sick. And then he's got the lead with three laps to go, and he's clearly he's pulling away, and he and he like radios back in, like, "Make sure you guys are hydrating and wash your hands back there." <laughs> like he's just taunting him. It was kind of the going 200 miles an hour. It was the "Who wants to be a millionaire?" calls. Like, Dad, I just wanted to call and say I'm going to win the million dollars. That was, it was not a great race, but it was really fascinating. The commentators were just all over every little strategical element yeah. and it played out exactly how they kept saying it was going to what's the indian guy's name that sits in the in the stands he's fantastic he's awesome he yeah. it's just 
Incredible viewing experience. Sunday mornings watching Formula One. Shout out to Nico Hulkenberg. I think it fun week. It bears it bears uh, appreciating how good Charles Leclerc was today. He was great. He had a great race. He, made it, he had a great run. He is driving Ferrari a, as a macro is a disgrace. Oh, massive but, disgrace. But, but Shaw was Shaw great. was brilliant today. Yeah. Uh, Al, you know Albon. God, like bizarre strategy. Still can't <laughs> qualify. Which <laughs> is great. I felt like he needed to have a. He needed to kind of make a statement because yeah. Gasly little last Pierre Gasly was starting to <laughs> start to get his kitchen a little bit. I believe that guy is okay, Pierre. Karen Chadhook. Chadhook. Is he the guy who sits in the stands? It could be. I don't know. I don't know any of the announcers' names. I kind of want to keep the post race guy is Martin Brundle. He's great. Yeah, and, and Crofty, <laughs> of course. Uh, Randy, do you have anything to say about uh, McLaren? The Listen, Zach, the Zach Brown band. I, you want me to like kill him for one race? I believe they're still they are ahead of Racing Point in the season uh, constructor standing. So mm. would you minus, like to say anything about that? Is that Sign? minus the fifth post? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. sure. Signs was 13th today. He's Listen, gonna, it wasn't a great. Finish. It wasn't a great day. Vettel was an absolute disgrace for Ferrari today. It's going to get ugly. Um, they they said it on the broadcast. It's going to get messy ugly. Divorce. Messy divorce. You know who had a sneaky good day? AlphaTauri. The. Uh, Lower tier yeah. Red Bull team. Gasly's. Been I wouldn't call them that lower tier. They're right next to uh, Racing Point in the standings, aren't they? No. <laughs> I mean, can I throw one back at you? And you too, DJ. Would you guys like to say anything about Lando Norris, who sits fifth in the driver standings ahead of Albon and I, Lance Stroll? He's had like I, two good laps. I made it clear that I was I was coming around on Lando. That's true. I, I will welcome you. I'll take that back. Who With got fastest Lando, lap? Lando and Ricciardo next year will be a, <laughs> a fun Albon, duo to root for. Albon got fastest lap. Uh, fastest lap was... No. Lewis. Yeah, Lewis is completely yeah. bucking down the stretch. Uh, all right, let's... Thank God for Verstappen, though. He makes our guys, everything Our guys at Haas, we, there was no, nobody was retiring from the race, and then Magnus <laughs> just quit. Off. Total wanker day today. Total wanker. And, of course, gutted for Williams. Oh, I mean, George George had... A, he made it to Q2. <laughs> I know. We were, we were so hopeful. Uh, just a tough day. Was it Magnuson that just ran right into Williams at one point? Magnuson's a bad boy. <laughs> he is a bad boy. No, Grosjean's a bad Grosjean's No, Grosjean's a kind of, of con- fluffer. He's out of control, though. I didn't even yeah. hear Grosjean's I was name. like, Gunther's the bad boy, and he runs a, <laughs> he runs a bad <laughs> Yeah, he runs a bad crew. Dan Ricardo finished a lap behind. He, Ricardo was... He can't get out of that Renault yeah. soon enough. The dump truck, I believe you called it. <laughs> no, 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 that, that was the Vettel Ferrari. Ferrari. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, this is a record. We did it. Two hours, we made it. Oh, my God. Uh, we I didn't get go to pack. any questions either. Sorry. Uh, thank you for sending in questions. They help inform the show, even if we don't read them directly. So uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. It's been a hell of a week. A lot of fun. A lot of uh, tremendous interaction on the social media, live shows, pods, all that good stuff. Uh, it is time to to step take a step back from professional golf for all of us here at No Laying Up. For the record, Racing Point. If not for that penalty, which is being appealed by both them and everybody <laughs> else, they would be ahead of. They would be third ahead of Ferrari. Ferrari stinks. We've Ferrari stinks that. by your own so logic. It, if if because they're cheating, they're third. If yeah. <laughs> because they got caught cheating, they're they third dropped. best cheaters. No, they're yeah. not everybody. First of all, everybody's cheating. <laughs> Second of all, like Ferrari's getting these big ass payments every year. I feel uh, like we could take this off. I'm sorry. So I gotta go pack. Can you get We're us out again? <laughs> Cheers. Oh, you guys stink. <laughs> Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him?
That is better than most. Better than most! Expect anything 